They gonna love me for my ambition. And we're back. Club Ambition Cap. Club Ambition Podcast. Episode 106. Round of applause for everyone out there tuning in. We love you guys. Appreciate every single one of you. Every single week tuning in. We have, you know, and shout out to last week's episode that did pretty well. One of the most viewed watched episodes that we ever, ever had as a podcast. Full episode itself. Um... Because of the take, I guess, you know, Drake's worst album. People are still going crazy about that take. You still believe that? I think so still. Yeah, I think so still. I think it's still that, that For All The Dogs is still Drake's worst album. But we'll talk more music as the episode goes. We are here. I am Sound, if you are familiar with me. But if you're not, I am the host of the podcast with the co-host with the most. The, co- what's it? the co-host with the most or the most of the co-host. Marloon is in the building, everyone. Uh uh, the producer, host, extraordinaire. Excuse the lighting. I look a little white, but it is what it is. Yeah. I yeah. am white. Skin color, not nationality. Yeah. yeah. Nah, he's white on the low. He's, I don't know. he's white on He's the a low. closeted white man. I don't know. Closeted white man is insane. And we got, you know, our brother Noel back in the building here to cause some ruckus, some ruckus, some, you know, get controversial again every time he's... He's on the platform, you know, but I love it. You know, we are you here. You just looking at him, you can tell he's scheming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like a f- crack feed on the blog, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting. There we have it, ladies and gentlemen. I, no I'm, just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just here waiting, bro. I'm just scheming, bro. You know, in the club when there's a badass, b- you just in the corner like, I need that. <laughs> you know, I'm really, but, but nothing's done about it. Nothing's done about ever, bro. Mm. This is so sad. Yeah. Listen, a lot of people out there relate. You know, they, they relate. Shout out to the city. We had a city planner uh, come through, Tim Shea. Um, he came through and he spoke about the city's comp plan, basically the whole infrastructure, the framework of what's going to happen down along the line with the city, the actual zoning, the properties. Very important situations. Very important shit in general if you live in Rhode Island. If you don't live in Rhode Island, um, it's still cool to know because I think everyone everyone should worry about their zoning and their actual budget plans. Things that happen in the city directly, you know, local politics uh, politics are always more, more important than actual national politics, I feel, because, like, they're more directly affecting you day to day. So pay attention to those. We have Tim Shea coming through that segment. I'm going to play it as the episode goes on, so make sure to check out the timestamps. But for starters, we'll talk from the top um, two actual Rhode Island news topics. Um, first one. Rhode Island has been seeing a huge uptick in deadly crashes. This time around, last year, there was a reported uh, reported number of 39 crashes, traffic fa- uh, fatalities, so actual deaths, people dying from crashes in Rhode Island was 39 last year. This year, almost double, 63 so Already? far. Wow. Already, and it hasn't it's been not even the holidays. Yeah, yet. holidays haven't really even started yet, right? That's crazy. Um, they've been saying that this this has been due to speeding, high we, we speeding. We have some bad drivers, bro. Yeah, high speeding in Rhode Island. Are we still rated the worst state to drive in? Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. The fact that for it's those who remember, nice. last year we were voted in the top ten states of worst drivers, number one. I thought it was worst roads. Rhode Island. No drivers. No worst drivers. Oh wow. In Rhode Island, yeah, number one. <laughs> roads is probably up there too, but I fall in that list. You know how many times they've suspended my license? How many times? I'm on number three. <laughs> they've suspended your license three times? I swear to God. Yo, don't tell nobody that shit's still suspended. I'm still driving. Don't, don't tell no one, but <laughs> he's, he's out here saying allegedly. Allegedly. Yo, allegedly, 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 allegedly. <laughs> nigga, allegedly, 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 allegedly. Yo, allegedly. You sure please, you don't got a fucking DUI? Uh, nigga, what? Nah, nah, nah. I don't drive drunk. <laughs> I, ju- I just drive like... 
I'm, I run the streets, nigga. Like, I drive like I'm a DR. I was a DR, and I'm like, yo, who do these niggas think they are driving like this? Nigga, this is my roads, nigga. Crazy, bro. Nah, out there, it's fun to drive out there. Mad fun. I do whatever, bro. Bro, I was going crazy in Puerto Rico. Man, it's it's fun, but it's Speed also dangerous. Oh, it's dangerous as fuck. I've lost like it's three cousins. close. Well, damn. I lost like, no, nah, three uncles. Out there right now? No, this is a upon the spin of my life. Okay. okay. Yeah, I've lost like three thought, uncles driving. I thought you said like like when you went this trip last month. I'm like, oh, no, I lost three uncles. It's fault. Oh, my fault. Oh, my fault. Bro, because listen, niggas out there got on them fucking motorcycles yeah. and they think they're the hottest shit in the world. Yeah. Motorcycle like, motherfuckers be wilding. That's why I don't get on motorcycles. I'm scared of dying, bro. Speaking of crashes, there was a chase, a high-speed chase in Woonsucket. Police were chasing down a man in Woonsucket. Um, Mike. <laughs> by the, <laughs> this is the I'm, I'm gonna let you finish it. I'm gonna let you finish it before I say what I gotta say. <laughs> I'm, gonna let you, I'm gonna let you have that. Yo, yo, whatever you buy, you tell us the story so I can get my shit off. Because <laughs> they don't fucking what. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, this go ahead. Crazy. This is insane. That nigga looks crazy. <laughs> Yo, the one second police department arrested a driver who allegedly fled from officers and crashed into multiple parked vehicles on Sunday night. The department said that Luis Rivas Melendez, um, he was driving, <clears throat> driving intoxicated and attempted to stop the vehicle. They kept following him through streets in the Morin Heights area. Uh, the chase ended when Melendez allegedly collided with multiple parked vehicles. Melendez is facing numerous mortal vehicle charges and resisting arrest, obstruction of the department, also, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, he's facing multiple charges. This was the chase. This is footage of the chase right here. Viewer, he crashed into several parked cars. You can see police chasing him right there. They were eventually able My to God. arrest. Nobody was hurt. <laughs> this is the photo of the man as well, right here. Oh, man. I'll tell you. He looks like he's had the roughest night in his whole life. God bless him. He looks like someone that has been through a lot, man. Listen, I, I will I will pray. I'll pray for him. Uh, you know, I hope that no one passed away, no one was severely injured. This is why you cannot drink and drive. Take your friend's keys. Do not drink and drive. DUIs are very, very um significant. Actually, <clears throat> speaking of that, for those who didn't know, also when it comes to Rhode Island, already we get about three thousand DUIs per year. You know, three thousand, three thousand DUIs per. That's a lot. I feel like it's a lot because it's a small state. Bro, you guys fucking suck at driving. Three thousand DUIs. I feel like <clears throat> if you check other states, it's probably like significantly higher. I think so. I mean, check no, New York. I, I mean, New York. It's is all about check mass. Yeah, yeah, mass is about like 10, 15 times larger than us. Bro, but it's like I hear you, but like it's not as uncommon as you think. It mad niggas that be driving drunk. People fucking suck at I know so many people who fucking suck at driving, bro. I'm not getting in the fucking car with them, bro. They fucking In Massachusetts, suck. for comparison, nine thousand, about nine thousand huh? to ten thousand a year. That's crazy. Nah, yeah, we're bugging. Never mind. Yeah, so that's that's crazy. We're bugging, nah, yeah, bro. For our size, we're yeah, bugging. Yeah, because if it's per capita, then you gotta like you got to do the proportion. So, like, they should be at, like, if it's 15 their size of us, them niggas should be at, like, 45K a year. Damn, we're bad, bro. Yeah, this is... So, God bless this man right here. Bro, you know how much right money here. this thing gets off of that shit? That's oh, crazy. I know. Oof. 
How many times is it? You know how much it costs to reinstate a suspended license? Bitch ass niggas. It's a lot of money, bro. I had to, I had to pay almost a thousand dollars to get my dad's license reinstated. Yeah, go. Off of a fucking uh, a ticket that he got in '96, nigga. Bro, and then the DMV, you gotta get a fucking appointment to get in there. Whole ass bitch ass niggas. Talking about you can, you can scheme. I be you, trying. You, you can walk <clears throat> in. They ask you that you have an appointment. You just say yes. Nah, Majority just... of the time they don't check you. You want to know how I know? Oh. My boy today went because he asked me. He's like, "Yo, you still need an appointment?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Bro, I went. They asked me if I had an appointment. I said yes, and they, they just let me in." So that's what I told him. He's like, "Damn, they ain't checking this shit no more." He's like, "Bro, no. You do need an appointment, but I guess they don't check." I gotta get my shit fixed. I really went to high speed <clears throat> chase with the police, nigga, like two weeks ago. You remember that shit? My story. I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it? You niggas don't know. You didn't see it on my story? So you 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 escaped them? Yo. I don't think so. It's one of my greatest stories, bro. But why? Because you because you because you don't so because you because you're a license. Is it the one where you put like like fifteen fucking stories back to back explaining something about a cop? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I, saw I thought that. you t- I thought you were talking about actual footage, like you while you were there doing oh, it. Oh, I don't nigga, no, 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 I thought I was gonna die. I saw bro. that story. Oh, I, yeah, 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 we saw that. That shit, bro. That shit was crazy. When you were in your car talking about, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were talking about nigga. You were li- like live or something. Oh I no, saw no, that no, shit. No, we were talking about that. No, 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 no. I put nah, yeah, bro. That's still like like as it's happened, then. nigga. After that day, I try to get that shit fixed, bro. Shit, <clears throat> I still haven't been able to. <laughs> I've been fighting for my life. Um, <clears throat> last topic of the week for Rhode Island. When it comes to Providence, um, pretty crazy story. Um. One of the uh, most random stories recently that's happened in Providence. Last week, there was a body found behind Stop and Shop. This body has still yet, has not been identified yet. Um, The police say that it was stabbed up. They still have not determined if the the person passed away from the stabbing or the stabbing. You know, you never know. Um, It seems like it wasn't. In the dumpster, either like it seemed like it was just behind the stop and shop. Stop Bro, and shop has footage. <clears throat> it was, this was off of Manton Avenue. For those who don't know, Manton Isn't Avenue, it like woods back there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah there's typically like there. woods and like empty, like just land behind that stop and shop mm-hmm. over there. People are still investigating. The police is still investigating. Um, That's a bit on some meetup shit, bro. Because what you doing behind the stop and shop? Someone snitched. Something weird is going on. Um... Yeah, something must have happened. The God bless that person's family. Um, was it yeah. a Hispanic person? No. Was there more details? Did you, did you know if it was Hispanic? My, my, my dad and my aunt. <coughs> look up man. St- uh, man f- uh, found stop and shop, and it'll pop up. Bro, they had to have snitched because my thing is, how the fuck did these niggas know he was back there? No Think bullshit. I mean, the thing is, we used to do reactions behind stop and shops, etc. And police would pass by. So they probably just make their round with their area. Oh, it's pass by there. All right, but respectfully, a nigga's foot just hanging out the ground? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about, bro. It says, nah. it, says it was two stab wounds. <clears throat> two stab wounds. He's dead. I assume. Yeah. Nothing about anyone in custody, nor have they released any information about who <clears throat> the person is. So, Typically by now the police would have definitely released who it was or their name or at least what what they think might have happened, were more detailed on where they found them. They're keeping us pretty pretty private, um probably for good reason. Who knows what the fuck happened? God bless. Cause my issue is, bro, like 
It might have been, um, what's that? Thing? It might have been, uh, what's that guy's name? The Harvey Weinstein. It might be Harvey Weinstein. You never know. Nigga, what? Why would Harvey Weinstein kill someone? No, why Harvey Weinstein is, why is his body dead behind top of his shop? Oh, okay. I get what you mean. Bro, my issue is, my nigga, it's like, how did they know the body was there? Because even if the cops were doing their rounds, they'd have to go in the forest and look for the body. You feel me? So they might have like- somebody, It must have been out in the open. That's what I'm saying. See, that must have been open, laid out. Or someone gave a tip. And that's why there's so much secrecy. Maybe someone went back there to smoke or do something on, the, off, on, their, on their break. And they said, oh my God, we, oh, see, some CSI this, we see somebody. Probably, we see something yeah, all happening probably, back there. Yeah. Some long order show here. Or maybe someone was on a security camera in the something <clears> shop. You never know. Um, but there we have it. Also, uh, shout out to, um, you know, we did go to a Sexy Red concert over the weekend. She came through Rhode Island. Shout out to Eladio. Eladio Carrion came to Rhode Island as well. Um, Enerly Chapa. You know, very busy actual weekend for Rhode Island when it comes to artists. For those who think that Rhode Island is nothing, ain't shit. Artists come through here still. Popular artists, maybe not as much as before, but it seems to be picking back up. Um, artists are making their way to Rhode Island for their concerts and for their shows. So I definitely, you know, want to highlight that because I think it's a pretty cool thing. Hopefully, we'll be able to connect with them more as the future goes. Um, but that's uh, another conversation for another day. God bless. Moving on now, uh, major cultural topics. Let's start off with the bang. Jada Pinkett Smith is back yeah. in the news. For those who don't know, Jada Pinkett Smith has been promoting her book. She's releasing a book. I think it drops today. Oh, well, yeah, today on Tuesday, the day that the podcast episode drops. Her brand new book is out. It's a tell-all book about her entire life. And obviously, the Will Smith highlights are making the rounds because she's talking about stuff that no one's ever known. I thought we knew it all. Will Smith, his book was amazing. I love that book. Um, me and Eric talk about that book all the time. The interviews that Will Smith did during that time, pre like being um hit or, or hitting Chris Rock, bro, those interviews he did one with Oprah that was crazy, mad deep, inspirational. He he has very good um interviews. I love Will Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith though, bro. This this idea that people have as if she's like a puppet, manipulator type of partner, wife or not no more. We don't know with partner with Will Smith. All this shit that we're going to talk about right now is just going to feed more into that narrative because of the shit that she's been saying. Like, this is pretty, like, you can't make this shit up. Only only if this was, like, a Dave Chappelle skit or, like, something, like, people would create, like, to talk about, you would think, like, oh, but it's actually real-life shit that's happening. First of all, for those who don't know, she said that they were actually, they have been separated for seven years. They've been separated for seven years. They have not been in a relationship, not divorced. She still has, obviously, the last name, but they've been separated for seven years. Listen to this. True. Right. Was that in 2016, you and Will decided that you were going to live she completely separate lives. She was man-happy about it, lives. too. Yes. It was not a divorce on paper, right. but it was a divorce. divorce. So from the year 2016, which is seven years ago now, <laughs> yes. y'all have been... Apart. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. I love this. <laughs> this is crazy. But in public, the couple who married in 1997 denied the gossip about their marriage. This interview on Bravo's Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen was taped a year after Will and Jada separated. So yeah. How long have you guys been together? Uh, 23 years. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. 
How do you keep it hot? Um, how do I keep it hot? Uh, you know, uh, maybe I, I don't know. Fake ass bitch. I mean, I'm bad. Damn, really? <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna wait. 100%. Yo, 100%. Appearance of a committed married couple. They even faced a scandal when Jada had what she called an entanglement with a family friend. Neither let the public know they had already split. Had a will so looking crazy. question is, I feel like you're a straight talker. I am. Except you're not sometimes. Yeah. So why do that? Like, what was the reason? I think just not being ready yet. Mm. Still trying to figure out between the two of us. Yeah how to be in partnership, right? And in regards to how do we present that to people, you know? And we had... That, that is... And look at this now. On top of that, now, I think with the same woman, I think she sat down with her again. It might have been. It's the same interview, I think. No, I think it's a different clothes. It's different Watch, English, let's see. Yeah. See? Their great love. Yeah, say she went back on today's with Hoda. And this was live instead of pre-recorded. A shout to Hoda getting the, the getting the Jada Pinkett Smith exclusive. Also, for those who don't know, today this morning when I woke up, bro, there was about like five brand new Jada Pinkett Smith interviews. She went on the Jay Shetty podcast, the Diary of a CEO podcast, a bunch of new podcasts. Like, and they must have like planned to drop on the same week, probably because our book is coming out this week, mm -hmm. so it made sense. But she's everywhere. Jada Pinkett Smith, if you're watching. Listen, marketing genius, uh, marketing genius. And I would also love for you to come in here because I want to talk to you in person about yeah, this she shit. She better be ready for me to come in her fucking Yeah, because I feel like she's going to these people, <clears throat> but she needs to go to people like, you know, younger of the culture to like just address the perception of this. Like why this is like, what the fuck in this? Right. Because listen to this. For those who don't know, also, they have been separated. Yes. But she's saying that they actually are trying to get back together. Will finds another great love. There's no finding another great love, and I think that's the point. It's like we are in a place now that we are in a deep healing space, and we are really concentrating on healing the relationship between us. So it may not be the divorce on paper anymore? There's no divorce on paper. I mean, not on paper. There might not be a divorce in theory anymore? Yeah, no. We really have been working hard. Oh, doesn't look like it when we got my boy in a boat in the middle of fucking nowhere. Nah, bro. This woman's evil, bro. Them psychedelics that fucking Jaden got her on are crazy. But now we might be a point where we're back together. We are working very hard at bringing our relationship. Yes, bringing our relationship to back. Back to a marriage again. Back to a life partnership. Yes. Because okay. here's the thing about me. husband, wife, marriage for me, yeah, for yeah, my healing yeah. process. Mm -hmm. I came into that with very specific ideas, right? Very specific ideas that were blocks to me just seeing yeah. Will as who he is. Yeah. He can't be this perfect, idealized yeah. husband. Yes. Yes, of course I not. have to be able to accept him for the human that he is. He yes, accepts me for the human that I am, and we want to love each other there. Okay, so you might like live in the same house and have this. Yeah. Okay. Because they haven't been, I guess, either then. 
they've been separated, so I guess they haven't even I wouldn't been... want that bitch in my bro, house, that's bro. Crazy, if I'm not together bro. with her, what the fuck I want you in my crib for? That is crazy. I want you to go through everything so we can just have a real conversation. And then um we'll talk about this before that one. So then also she said that Chris Rock hit on her um admit during the divorce rumors because a couple years back, I'm not sure if they made note of it. Um, oh, I guess... Uh, I think in the interview, she did say the exact year. I think in 2016. Or something like that, yeah. Yeah, that the, there was rumors of Will Smith and Jada divorcing, but she said that, um, you know, it wasn't true, but people thought. It was like yeah. an actual, like, rumor, speculating. You know how the blogs are with people in Hollywood. And then Chris Rock reached out to her to ask her on a date, and she was, you know, confused. I think she talks about it here. Mm-hmm. Well, no. yeah, we don't need the clip, but you get the gist. So, so yeah, so... Chris Rock, you know, hit on her, which is crazy. So that that adds another layer of the beef issue, right, with the slap. Mm-hmm. And she said after that, during when it happened, when after Will slapped him, yeah, he approached her like I was off camera. The cameras were off at that point. He approached her, telling Jada, "I meant no disrespect by that, blah blah." And I guess she was like, "Chris, this was some old shit, something like that. This some this all because of some old shit." And then Will was just still mad, heated at Chris Rock, right? But it, it stems from that then. Yeah, Chris is... Uh, uh, if the, that's, whole, the whole slapping of Chris Rock this whole time stemmed from that. the animosity Will Smith had because of the fact that Chris Rock asked Jada Pinkett Smith out on a date. He thought that they were separated during the divorce rumors and they were actually together, just separated, but not open relationship, not dating nobody else. And... Will Smith seemed to have an underlying sense of, like, <laughs> frustration about this. But then it makes no sense why, you know, I guess still it is a traumatic thing to slap the guy. But I feel like, I guess you were you're, you're more justified in it. But he never said that that was the reason he, from his end. But now it's seeming like the reason. Like, why would he go to, like, a mon- he didn't go like a, to a temple or, like, a, a Buddhist temple or something in India to, like, meditate that whole summer or something like that to, like, get better mentally, right? But aside from that, the, the whole interviews have been crazy to the point that, um, for those who don't know, Jada Pickett-Smith has been openly admitting now that she once sold drugs. She said that, right here, here's the quote, I thought I was going to be a queen pin. You know how much drugs you have to sell to be a queen pin? Not a king pin, a queen pin. For sure, you can get caught up in that scenery. I was rolling with some really high rollers at the time. That's a whole nother Jada. A whole nother Jada that would chase somebody down the alley with a switchblade because they stole $700. Or the Jada that would sell crack cocaine that would get set up and two dudes would come in with nine millimeters and she gets her a gun put to her head. Jada Pinkett Smith was the real Jason Bourne. She was really living the Mission Impossible lifestyle hood edition. Um, she might have been the next fucking Al Capone. This whole time we have let's hear Jim Jones thoughts on this. It's gone viral. Jim Jones has reacted to uh, so it's 50 the the Jada Pickett Smith um, drug dealing rumors. <laughs> Jim Jones. Man, I was a buyer. My whole thing is. Um, if, if you sold crack in the 90s, nine times out of 10, there's still some crackers in the neighborhood that can vouch that. You were selling that butter. I don't know where Jada grew up at, but we need to go check and see. Um, they got some fiends that can verify, validify 
that she was selling that thing back in the uh she had that butt on she had that butt on the block for sale. <laughs> now now you the streets the Jim Jones wants the streets to verify this. He doesn't, you know, he's G checking her. He doesn't think this was, this was valid. Um what is your guys take? Is Jada Pickett Smith crazy or is Jada Pickett Smith just maybe the most transparent woman in the history of the world. I think I've never seen anyone tell their life. This is more transparent than the Kardashians at this point. The level of shit that we've gotten. What's your thoughts? Alright. I'll start off a couple places. Let's start, because you skipped one part. was the Tupac part. Oh, yeah, yeah. That shit was crazy. That's that yeah. And I want to highlight that one because it really sets the tone of everything. Shorty really went on the, on the interview and was like, oh, you know, I love Tupac. You know, I'm never going to find someone like that. Basically, her soulmate. Mate. Yeah, Called Tupac. her her fucking soulmate. They never even dated. Never even dated. Talking about, oh, I was at Rutgers Island. He looked so sick. I loved him so much. But, you know, Wait, so she, they never dated, though? No, no, she admitted to it. She said that I couldn't date him dated. because he never wanted anything with me because he didn't want to take they, me they, serious. They were, they were complete opposites. It's, it would have never worked. That's what she said. Yo, I swear to God, Vic. This is my beef. I thought they dated. I thought they fucked and everything. I, no, they did fuck. Oh, but They were they messing just... around. They just weren't official. Because oh, okay. to her, they were opposites. It would have never worked. No, nigga, you were his side bitch. Like, this is when me and this... this That's women, crazy. It's crazy that she's acting this way towards an individual while she has a husband right there. This is my beef with Jada Pickett, bro. End of the day, um, the August Alcina thing, I truly believe he was a family friend. I think they were separated. Yeah. I think they slept together. I think Will knew. I think then Will wa fucked the white girl from Barbie. Margaret Robbie. I think that created an issue. Pink pussy. Booty hole brown. I think it didn't matter because they knew what was going on, both of them. Yeah. I think it became a problem because Alcina came out public. Mm. If you look at Will's reaction in that video, it doesn't look like he was shocked. I think he was upset. I think he was upset because he couldn't admit to the world, yo, we're not even together. At the Red Table Talk. Yeah, like I don't think he could have just... Like just, he was holding back. Yeah, like you could see like he's frustrated because he's like, I look mad fucking retarded right now for my wife. And I hear him. Just for, And you take that L as a man. You sit there and be like, yo, I'm going to take this L for my wife. Yeah. I'm going to admit that I, like, I'm going to play along with the narrative she's spinning. Yeah, then yeah. this dumbass bird want to fucking come out here like a dumbass bird. <laughs> and now nah, that shit pissed me off. She's coming out this thing and starts chirping, talking about... Um, I didn't really like, it's not really my soulmate. Like Pac was my soulmate. And she, she said, um, when this nigga defended her about the Kristen, Chris is a bitch ass nigga. Cause Chris and Will are supposed to be friends. Yeah. Chris Rock, yeah. And he did that shit to him. I'm, I'm with Will on this side. Yeah, no, no, I would have slapped him too. I would have beat the shit out of him. I would have hit him yeah. with the microphone. Fuck <laughs> out of here. Smack that little nigga crazy, bro. <laughs> Everywhere, nigga. You, you, what show was he on with all the murderers? Which <laughs> The one, the Minnesota one? What's that shit called, bro? Oh, you talking about Fargo? He would have learned what the fuck they do in Fargo, nigga. I'm fucking God, nigga. Yeah. That nigga would have appeared in a fucking icicle, bro. Fargo's good as fuck. That's a great show. Go watch it. Yeah. But this is where I get frustrated. She had the nerve to say, oh, I don't know why Will called me his husband. I mean, her husband, um, my husband. You yeah, that's, that? that's crazy. Because, because, keep my wife's name out, out your, your fucking mouth. And she said, and she said, that's, but why? So the whole time, that wasn't his wife. They haven't. That was the first time that Will called her his wife in seven years. My issue is, why are you highlighting that? He defended your honor. Even if you're not together, he respected you that much in public to hold it down for you and to present that to the public because the public didn't know. Then you go around 
And you're like, that's that's him, man. That's I don't crazy. know why he acting like that. He not he act like that because he loves you. Yeah, he Bitch, loves bitches you. Bitches ain't shit, bro. Like, I bitches give me tight, bro. Like y'all be thinking talk I'm talking shit out my fucking ass, bro. Bitches ain't shit. Bro. He respected you that much that in that moment he became like that. She's like, oh, I never seen Will like that. Oh, you never seen someone love you? Yeah. Respect the union you have, the children you have to defend you in public. That's crazy to me. It's crazy how oblivious and ret- how, <laughs> how oblivious they can be. You know what I'm saying? I truly think Will doesn't understand that she's the biggest manipulator I've ever seen in my life. Like publicly. But then my thing is like, why hasn't he filed for divorce? He's probably in love with her still. He's manipulated. That's what I'm yo, she's a gaslighter. You notice how she was in that interview talking about, oh, we're we're both accepting that we're not perfect and we're gonna we're gonna like bridge this together. You know why she's saying that now? Cause remember that came out after mm. the backlash. Yeah. I think Jada has used well her entire career to build herself up. And now she has this backlash because like, nigga, this nigga built you. They said it on Twitter. That shit was trending. This nigga built Listen, you brick for brick. That's a fact, bro. Let's brick for brick. And I you mean, turn around like that? I've seen episodes of Red Table Talk where she talks about, like, obviously dating such a powerful man is hard because it's overpowering. Obviously, it's fucking Will Smith. But maybe is that where everything deprives from? But then at the same time, even a more powerful man that you say is your soulmate is Tupac. So it's like, I don't know what. Is it, is it because of the power or is it just because of the fact that, you know, because if you don't... If you guys don't want to be with each other, then separate. I think he loves it and she did they, doesn't love it. Did they try to experiment by separating, but then not divorcing and then not telling not telling people things clearly, you know? And then Will's holding it down in public looking crazy because he respects and loves you. And still to this day, she, she still gets a perception that and she, she he, wears the pants in the relationship because like, look at her now. She's like driving this narrative here. And then Will doesn't say nothing. He made a post that, that he's like making fun of it, kind of like his notifications have been going off, but he's been like asleep or something. Like they made like a viral post. Oh yeah, the one on the boat, bro. Yeah, but it's like, what the fuck is that? Will is such a real ass <laughs> nigga to me, bro. He's really just standing by her and letting her say whatever she wants. Bro, I just to tell you niggas, Will Smith is the fucking no, he's no, the most he's famous rapper now. of all oh, time. No, he's go. a real ass nigga. His clout is there. I'm not gonna assume I know celebrities' lives, but they put so much out there. I can assume now. No, my thing is like, especially with tell-all books, like the concept of tell-all books is like you tell your story, yeah. and it's up for people's interpretation, right? Yeah. We have. I haven't read the book yet. I probably will read it. I, I want to read it. But what she's been saying at these interviews has been parts from the book. That's what people are. They get in the book early, so they're talking mm-hmm. about all this shit. Shit right. she's never talked about. Right. So people are gonna say their opinion, and you look crazy. You look wild. The relationship looks crazy. This is the most like most suspicious, weirdest, because we all are used to that J. Cole line. Oh, Jada and Pick that and that Jim will and uh, that Jill. Jada and that will love. Like people always wanted a couple goals, Jada, Pickett, Smith and, and Will Smith. Because in reality, a lot of the other couples are like, uh, here they're gone. Well, uh, Kim and Kanye, uh, we don't want to really look up to that. So the perfect couple goal was Will Smith and Jada because they've been together for so long. They're so like, you know, open and open loving about and their loving relationship. And like black unity. You love it. I don't trust some spiritual women, bro. I'm be real with and you. And then now we have all this the back that's been <laughs> happening. Yeah, it's like rough, what the the rough. August Alcina shit was the craziest one. Right? The, that was the craziest one. And she gaslit the fuck out that nigga in that interview. Because then and now she's saying like they never they never had an open relationship. So then when you went with August Alcina, so you cheated. cheated. Was that not open? Because you was cheating. Because in the interview, you're talking about how yeah. you both understood what was going on. The only on thing that was knew. open was her. <laughs> Yo, and she met him through Jaden, Jaden Smith. That's sick. Her son. Yeah, that was sick. Bro, this is my thing. God bless her. Stay away from spiritual women. They're gonna put crystals in your car to try to manipulate you. They're evil. 
And they're gonna re- yo girl ever ask you what time you was born? Delete her number, bro. Stay away from her. That's who Jada is. Jada's one of those girls gonna tell you, yeah, bro. Yeah, how signs that deep, bro? Yeah, to you go need through to know what time I was born because they're gonna give you your entire astrology yeah. chart yeah, and yeah, then yeah. try to dissect mm-hmm. you, bro. Jada Suck is one dick. of those girls, bro. They use spirituality to manipulate people and try to like control you, and it's weird. And I hear it the way she's talking. It's like psychopathic. Hundred percent, man. My question to y'all is. Also, we don't know how Will is. Will could be an abuser. Will could be a bad person. No, I'm never. No. I'm not gonna. Uh, here's the thing. I'm just saying we don't know no. both sides of the story. We are, yeah, we don't know. We don't. So I'm not gonna fully assume. Even though they both released their books now, but he didn't. He hasn't opened up about this. Like he she doesn't has. fully talk about it. But why did this she say no? Don't say that she will. I can though. Because for to me, she's giving off sociopathic manipulator. My question to both of you is: When would you have left? What is what would have been your point for you? Because I know for me, so I want to hear from y'all. Go ahead, Vic. Man, I would have left uh, Jada Pickett Smith the moment that, even if I found out, I think the moment I found out that you, like you are sleeping with, you know, someone in the limelight, and this person is talking about it publicly, they're being interviewed about it right away because it's like a it's like a sense of like okay, we might be separated, but the whole thing was to keep shit private. That coming out to light and you not providing clarity right away, bro, that's what's always shocked me with a lot of these celebrities. Like, I, I get the element of allure, mysterious shit, but, like, some things is like, bro, right away, clear that shit up right away. Because if not, people are going to always think something, right? Mm-hmm. Drake with the XXX and the Tatiana shit, that shit bothers me. Like, did you kill him or not? Why he you keep joking about it? You refuse to speak on it. Like, you refuse to speak on it. That's mad whack, bro. Like, I love Drake. I love X. I love both of them. Both legends. Just say you didn't fucking do it. Like, just the same shit. Same way you yeah, said the Millie Bobby Brown shit. Just say that about this. Like, We're going to talk about the Joe Budden thing? Which the Joe one? Budden threat he made to him? Drake's threat to Joe Budden? Did we on here? We didn't talk about on here we yet? We spoke about the beef last week. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We did. We did. My brain is cooked. Yeah. But, um, you know, but Joe did talk about the X thing on... But I got to find that clip. I'll probably find it next week. Um, But, yeah, um... It's a it, people need to clear shit up. I would have dropped her right there at that moment. I feel like Marlene would have left. I don't know, like right when she said like, let's the be she, separated. The, the, she, the she was still on 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 that Tupac, Tupac shit. That yeah. Tupac shit too. That's I would I would and she's always talked about that shit forever. You talking about a dead nigga, bro? Like let that shit go. I would have been left. Yeah, I would have been. Yeah, yeah, took too long. But then to obviously, leave. I would have left. Respectfully, I don't date women ASAP. or talk to women who still celebrate their, their dead, ex- their, their dead exes. I'm but good. But my bro. thing is also, it obviously is Tupac, right? This is not a regular human so being. What? But if he's not Jesus Christ either. But exactly. some people might look at him in that limelight, whereas like it's a spiritual being. You know, maybe bro. he connected with her dad spiritually. I don't fucking you know. know. That mo- you know that scene in Scary Movie 2 when she's fucking the ghost? Yeah. <laughs> you would think that's just that's happening right. every night in the house the way she talks yeah. about that nigga. She fucking 100%. this nigga's ghost, bro. Listen, I'm you niggas know right the fuck now. I believe that marriage is a sacred thing. If you agree to those vows, you have to stay to them. And so death does its part. However, even God believes there's sins you can't come back from. Mm-hmm. You cheat on me, you break the sanctity of our marriage. You be- Like you cheat on our- You f- fucked up the vows. That's it. It's over. You already broke the union, bro, because you lied. You violated our marriage. Like that, There's no going back from that. I can never trust you again. Yeah. It's very hard. Because I know I would never cheat. Bro. So- the fact that this next saying that they were still together and this motherfucker knew that she was sleeping with him and he still was with it, nah, I'm out. Bro, <laughs> you know how good-hearted of a man Will Smith has to be to hear her run her fucking mouth and not say nothing and not say shit, bro. Bro, that light-skinned nigga was in your girl, bro. <laughs> that nigga mad handsome. 
Nah, I'm I'm a break dancer, nigga. One of the like, one of the R and B kings. What? Nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, you pissed me off. For a moment, for a moment, he was on his way. I don't know what happened though. God bless him, nigga. He got Jada Pickett Smith pussy. That's what happened. That shit destroyed him. Speaking of kings, rest in peace to King I don't of Pop. Want that shit. Um, uh, she's bad, bro. No, she's not. Yeah, I think she's bad. Raider, Raider. Not right now, but all time Raider. Like in her, like who sh- in her prime? What is she out of ten? Well, if we're talking about in her prime, we're talking about like a young Jada Pickett Smith. That was like an ideal. That was like a top ten, or whatever you want. The highest rated possible. Bro, Jada Pickett Smith and Poetic I'm Justice. Not di- I'm not disagreeing with him at all. And Poetic Justice? She's a nine for me. Bro, she's beautiful, bro. And her pussy look like it's a ten. God bless. We don't God, know. We don't know. We don't know. Allegedly. But I'm gonna let you know oh right God, now. Yeah, no, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it, bro. But I'm gonna let you know right now, bro. Allegedly. 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 I don't mean to disrespect anyone. I'm just being honest. But brief, quick segment to add to this episode. I wanted to highlight this, especially since it's a, a very important Rhode Island episode. Shout out to everybody in Rhode Island specifically. And if you're not from Rhode Island, this is important information that maybe your city might be interested in learning about as well. But this is, you know, I'm sound. This is Noel, for those who don't know. And we're here to bring you a city planner who is also a former, you know, classical alumni, classical student, just like ourselves, Tim Shea. Uh, Tim, introduce yourself to the people. Tell us about what you're here for the comp plan and what it actually is. Cause I know a lot of people out there, including myself prior to learning about it in recent months, were pretty ignorant to it. Um, but it's, it's exactly what we shouldn't be cause it's a very important situation. So Tim Shea. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Uh, the, the comprehensive plan is a process that the city does once every decade. So it's uh, really important. Doesn't come up that often. So I understand that not everyone's familiar with it but it essentially charts a vision for how we want Providence to grow and develop and change uh, over the next decade. So we're, we're asking a lot of questions about things like housing, where do we want new housing, what do we want that housing to look like, transportation, yeah. climate. So it touches on a lot of things, but um, it's pretty unique. Yeah, and when it comes to um, asking, are, what are the current um, stipulations right now when it comes to this plan, do the actual citizens of... Providence or Rhode Island, do we have any say-so? What is going to be the actual update right now when it comes to this once-a-decade change that's going to happen with this? Yeah, so we've been engaging people since uh, 2022 in a lot of different ways. We've been running workshops in every neighborhood in Providence. We've been going to block parties and farmers markets and all sorts of neighborhood events. Okay. Um, And one main way that you can participate today is we have this survey that's live. It's in six languages um, on plan.org. ProvidenceRI.gov slash survey, or you can go to plan.providenceri.gov and you'll see it right there. Um, But it's a chance to share your values for the city's future, you know, your ideas, um, what you want to see reflected in this once in a decade plan. And what would you say, in your opinion, would be like one of the main things, if not the main thing that day to day would be affected by such a plan and would make us want to care about it as a regular citizen of the city. This plan is really unique in that it it essentially guides what can be built where mm-hmm. in Providence. Okay. So whether we can have, you know, multifamily apartment buildings, whether we're trying to encourage affordable housing, yeah. whether we um, want to preserve park space. So there are a lot of questions about how land is used in Providence that are determined by the comprehensive plan. What are your thoughts on the uh, comp plan, Noel? Because I love using you when it comes to the city and the engagement, because I feel like you're definitely way more up to speed on things than me for for a long time now. Um, so what is your, your take on the comp plan and why we should care about it? Um, so actually, um, from my understanding of the comp plan, maybe Tim can correct me here. 
is this solidified by law or is the like is there an ordinance in the city count in the city chamber that like guarantees that this comp plan will be followed or is this more of a rough plan that the city planning department is hoping to present to administrations in the future because you know that's kind of the critique of government is that everything right. lives and dies with the administration. Right. Um, the only time you ever see, you know, legacies ever get passed on is when you pass a bill that actually gets to survive your administration. So mm -hmm. that's why I kind of want to know, like, will this plan, are we forced to follow it or is it just, you know, a framework for what comes, whoever comes next? Yeah. This, this is like why the comp plan is so important and so unique because it is a vision document like a lot of other planning initiatives. But this plan actually gets passed by our city plan commission, by our city council. Our city council votes on this and adopts it into law. Okay. And then when new when developers come to Providence, yeah. you know, they have to, you know, if they're trying to change our zoning code or, you know, the regulations that determine what can be built where, they have to align with the comprehensive plan. So wow. this is one of the most impactful processes that we do. Um, in the city, and and that's you know that's why it's so important to participate now and share your ideas and your vision now. One hundred percent. And mm -hmm. can you show the people real quick visually? You have it there. Yeah. Uh, can you lift it up just to get a glimpse of you know how you know lengthy of a actual plan this is? And this is the initially uh, stated one by Mayor Tavares at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the plan that we're currently under. This one passed in twenty fourteen and was passed uh, under Mayor Tavares. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hundreds hundreds of pages. I honestly think it'll be a win if we pass a plan that's shorter than this that <laughs> you can understand. Um, but but there's a lot of great, you know, a lot of really impactful um, policies in here. Yeah. And and that's, you know, our new one is going gonna, is gonna to essentially determine um, what our vision for the city is, you know, what we want it to be, who it should be for, too. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. And mm -hmm. when it comes to the, the comp plan, um, what would you say is going to be the main thing that maybe should be changed from the previous one? Since it's such an important thing, you know, once a decade, do you have any personal takes or maybe something that your team has been looking at specifically to highlight when it comes to this time around? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the, the last time that we did this process, you know, we were coming out of the economic crisis. Like yeah. There were foreclosures around the city was like a major issue. And nowadays it's, you know, it's almost the, I mean, it's, Similar issues, but the main issue that we're hearing in every neighborhood in Providence, literally every neighborhood, is housing affordability. So yeah. we need to figure out how do we encourage housing, how do we create more housing, but affordable housing. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to be the big, you know, the big piece of change in our new comprehensive plan is, is where do we, how do we enable new housing? Um, our last one kind of said we'll we'll allow it to happen in specific areas, maybe on commercial corridors downtown in our post-industrial areas, yeah, yeah. but we have to figure out where do we want to grow in Providence. And the truth is growth happens whether you like it or not. And we just need to plan for that growth uh, to make sure that it aligns with our vision for the city. 100%. No, I, yeah. I could definitely agree and see that. Um, Noel, any last thoughts on the comp plan and or any question for Tim at all? So it's actually about that uh, pressing issue um, because I know that Dare's been fighting their lives away to get... Um, mm -hmm. Uh, rent, not rent control, but rent st stability passed to the city council. And there are people who have said that's not going to do much. So I have to ask you with the comp plan, because when we're talking about what is affordable housing, mm -hmm. um, department Rhode Island, um, Rhode Island housing has a very broken definition of it. They use 
medium income for the entire state versus that exact district, right. which leads to situations where I think median income in the state's like fifty five thousand, but in South Providence it's like twenty two thousand. Right. So right. I want to ask you know in the compan can we redefine what is determined to be affordable housing for at least the city of Providence? Yeah, I mean that's that's a real possibility. Like the compan's biggest impact is on what like our land use what is allowed to be built where, but it also includes these goals and objectives and strategies. So we need to come up with a list of strategies for encouraging affordable housing, and maybe there are some strategies there that are about how we define what is affordable. Um, so I think you're you're hitting the nail on the head. And that's a big issue that we're hearing from a lot of folks. Like there's supposedly affordable housing in my neighborhood, but doesn't look uh, affordable to me. Yeah. So this is a chance to think about that and figure out how we how we improve the city for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. any any last thoughts uh, when it comes to the comp plan? Anything you want to say for the people, real quick, for this segment to end it, Tim, at all? Yeah, so I'd say the biggest thing is go to plan.providenceri.gov slash survey. This is a really substantive chance to kind of dig into the issues and think about what you value in your neighborhood, what you want to see more of, your ideas for the future. Um, but after that, like keep an eye on that website and um, you know you can drop your email and we'll update you. But early next year is when we'll start to get into, okay, here's, here's the draft strategies that we're pursuing here. Um, and we'll be engaging the public with that again Okay, awesome, awesome. And there we have it, everyone, the comp plan, Providence, Rhode Island. We appreciate the city. We appreciate Tim for coming through and back to the show. The king of pop, rest in peace, Michael Jackson. For those who don't know, last week... (laughs) This picture's crazy. Was it last week? Yeah, last week, Drake dropped For All the Dogs. (laughs) There's a song on there for uh, first-person shooter with J. Cole and Drake. Drake literally predicted this. Drake said on the song, at the end of the song, you know, I'm... I'm one away from Michael, nigga, beat it, beat it, right? Because Drake was one number one song away from tying Michael Jackson's record for the most number one hit songs on the Billboard Hot 100. That means number one songs in the country of America. We knew that this show was going to happen. Drake has officially tied the Michael Jackson record with the J. Cole feature. Mm -hmm. This makes it J. Cole's also first ever Hot 100 number one song in the country, which is crazy to me. I guess he's had number one rap songs, hip-hop, pop songs, but maybe not because I didn't see nobody really confirm that, but I'm assuming. I feel like No Role Models was like a number one. Workout. You know, workout. I think they were number one on the hip-hop charts, but not overall. Crooked Smile my head, number one hip-hop. So for those who don't know, this was, you know, I'm away, I'm away, the number I'm was 13. 13 number ones in a Hot 100. The Beatles are number one with, with 20. 20. Mariah Carey's number two with 19. Rihanna is number three with 14. That's insane. I'm pretty sure Drake is going to pass Rihanna. Will he pass Mariah Carey in the Beatles? We shall see. If he doesn't quit, yeah. If he doesn't quit, I think he could definitely do it. If he drops more more music more often. I think think Drake could do it. He's definitely going to do it before... Our lifetime. Because if you think about Before it... Before he retires. If you think about it, if he wants to hit the Beatles, he just has to drop six more albums. That's very true. Drake has reacted to this. Drake has posted on his story. He said, technically, this is actually 14. So technically, he's saying that he should be matching Rihanna. Because Sicko Mode from the Astroworld Travis Scott album went number one. But his feature was hidden. Because that was the first time when Travis Scott did hidden features. But it was actually hidden... Meaning he didn't even show up in the credits. Yeah. So Billboard didn't count it for Drake as a number one. I remember Drake holding that against him. He was talking about shit about them since then. He said, 
Uh, but they didn't count it, count my features, so we got work to do. Celebrate emojis. Then he also posted this photo of Michael Jackson in an OVO sweater, and he said, Mood! And he also posted on his story a photo of him with Michael Jackson's actual white glove that he purchased from an auction, and he was wearing it in his, on his hand and drinking a drink, like celebrating. Now, is this disrespectful towards Michael Jackson? No. Uh, uh, that's one I question so. I asked you guys. Also, is Drake as great as Michael Jackson? <laughs> How close is he to Michael Jackson at all? Just because he's breaking his records, does it make him as great as Michael Jackson? I think he's the greatest rapper of all time. But the, where does Drake rank amongst greatest artists of all time? Because Michael Jackson, I think, is number one. And everyone else is a long gap. It's hard to reach Michael Jackson. I think Michael Jackson is the greatest specimen of artistry that this world has ever seen. When it comes to entertainment, captivating you with his just lifestyle, there will be no one ever that will compete with Michael Jackson. I think, at least for now. Unless randomly Chance the Rapper fucking, I don't know, dyes his hair, some shit happens, you never know. I don't know. Someone will have to do something crazy. Um, I don't know why it's a chance. God bless his heart. What do you think? <laughs> You're hilarious because when you said Chance, I'm like, what the, <laughs> right? what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Just, yeah. Yo, Chance is, Chance is going to go fucking rap about his wife. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell, let me tell, let me tell. Yo, this is my thing, bro. So I'm surprised you said that. I'm surprised you said that. I thought you'd put Kanye number one artist. That's what I have it as. Because artist to me is overall. And there is not, there's no one, because here's the thing. This is how I'm I look, talking about, but Kanye can't dance. And, and he can't, can't produce. And he can't, can't produce. Sing. He can't produce. Drake can't dance either. Yeah, Drake can't produce. I never saw you did. I'm talking about Michael though. Oh, he's talking, okay. Kanye, you know Kanye could rap. He could make entire. Because this is my thing. The only reason why I got Kanye one is because um, when I look at art forms, there's artists that artists usually stick to one art form. They never branch out. Leonardo DiCaprio, like I said, Leonardo DiCaprio, Michelangelo, um, he never left that like classical art form. Yeah. And Picasso never left his 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 art form. Um, Kanye has continuously left his art form. That's yeah. all he does. Yeah. He continuously reinvents. He continuously leaves. Michael Jackson, I was like, I'm phenon. He makes amazing music. He can dance. He was everything. Um, but he always stuck in one art form. It was pop. Yeah. So I definitely have it. Kanye, Michael. I do not have Drake at three. That's insane. There's no shot. Hell no. I probably have him top five. He's probably number four or five. Um, now, when it comes to disrespect to Mike, who's your third? Who's my third? Nah, I don't want to say that. Yeah, Hi, five, five year foreign. <laughs> Come on, bro, be for real. <laughs> Yo, because the niggas gonna get mad disrespectful, like for what? R. Kelly? <laughs> what are you gonna say, bro? You think R. Kelly's? Nah, I don't bro. know. Who's your third, nigga? What are you saying? I got Bad Bunny at number three. Bad Bunny number I three. I respect I that. Bad Bunny at number three. I can see that. I think Bad Bunny's made enough projects where I could put him at number. I two. still, I still feel like something needs to happen with him more with him. Maybe do like Super Bowl. What, what you um, a sex tape? Because I don't care about accolades. Something or, crazy. I don't know. It's the projects for me. Like he's been switching sounds. He does whatever he wants. It always, it always sounds amazing. Like that's enough for me. Um, but this nigga right here. Is he disrespecting him? Is it like these these posts people are tweeting about it right now? Is like kind of going viral. People are like this is weird. This is disrespectful. It's kind of weird. You it's, think so? It's cringe a little bit. It's cringe because why you think so? Why are you AIing Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like it's kind of hard though. Who's I white? Who's hard. white hand is that? 
That's kind of hard. Come on, what you think? For real. I don't know. I don't think he's disrespectful, Michael. My thing is this, right? People like to dig too deep into shit that, that has I think he's he's no fucking signi- happy. You know what I'm saying? He's like excited about it. Bro, you know? come on. Bro, like, if bro, imagine you out there listening to this, watching this, regular person, right? Just like me. I feel like Michael would be celebrating too. Tying any record at all Michael's that petty. Michael Jackson has made. That's crazy. No, that's crazy. So it's like he's probably just hyped, excited about it. You know, but the thing is buying the, the glove, posting the glove the way he did. And then, like, posing this, it gets a bit where, like, people are like, oh, is he, it's like, what the fuck? Is it, like, obsessive or, like, vendetta? Is he trying to be evil about it? I, people dig too deep into shit that they don't need to. When they have to, they don't. Because this is people, kind of my question. People are weird. This is my question, you Vic. It's like, do you care as much as he does about this record? First person shooter? No. <laughs> the song? Or are you talking no, about the breaking no, the record? The, breaking yeah. the record, bro. Like Me? I, I don't care. I really don't care. I don't care either. I don't really care. No, I, I don't do think I. It, I, for me, it's a cool record. But I thought it was number one. I didn't know that. Still, he still has to beat the Beatles. The Beatles, you know. But he has the yeah, Beatles but, tattooed but on him, I, I, so he wants to beat that record. Yeah, but I can see it though because it's like, for example, who would you consider the number one podcast? Joe Budden. Yeah. No, in our in our culture, I'm just I'm just asking Victor in general. Probably Joe Budden. I okay, mean, Rogan's so, number one. Okay. Rogan's, yeah. So let's say let's say you reach you reach numbers like him and shit. You won't be hyped. Oh yeah. All right then. It's the same shit. He's gonna be in Cancun with his ass out. I'll fu- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the same shit. I'll fucking tattoo you don't fucking th- you Joe Rogan's face on my butt you, cheek. You don't think you'll be like yo, like I'm I, I, on I, you, nigga. I took the number one spot from you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's the same shit. But I guess the fact that he's dead is like people are like, oh, it's a dead man. Leave him alone. Like, don't matter. You know. I just want to know who that white person is. Bro, it's AI, bro. They just made it. That is a white hand, bro. That's someone's actual white hand. Because the thing with AI is... probably was someone that... That's someone. I've seen this photo before. People just take selfies, like fans and shit, like post it up. Because you you can't generate AI hands. That's when you know it's AIs if the hand's fucked up. So that's definitely an original photo with someone's... With his AI face. Congratulations to J. Cole. Maybe maybe it's 40. Yo, congratulations to fucking J. Cole, J. Cole deserved that shit. Um, The number one song in the country is First Person Shooter. Because J. Cole washed him on that shit. Hell yeah. Um, Number two was I Don't Give a Fuck with Yeet. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Number three was Virginia Beach. (laughs) Whoa. Number four is Doja Cat. Paint the Tongue Ride's still up there. Number five is Calling For You, Drake and 21 Savage. Number six is Slime You Out That's with wild. SZA. That shit has a whole two-minute fucking dialogue. Yeah. And then uh, SZA Snooze is number seven. Drake's Daylight. Cut him in daylight. Uh, shut him in daylight. Um, the legend Existentation, uh, this song, whatever. I, I don't know. God bless. I hope it's not. I don't think it is. And But it also has Adonis at the end. You know, this was before Adonis now has released, you know, the, the freestyle, freestyle separately. Shout out to Adonis, number one artist in the world. Cruel Summer. <laughs> By Taylor Swift is back stre- uh, streaming and trending again. Cruel summer. Yeah, it's, it's so good, but we, didn't, we don't. Yeah, we don't need none of that. Yeah, we didn't we, need we, a, we, I don't know the song, bro. We don't need none of that. You bro. Sing it, don't sing at me like that. Yo. I'm muting this motherfucker's mic right now, bro. <laughs> then Fear of Heights, um, by Drake is number ten. Which one is that one? That's the oh, that's the Rihanna one. Mm-hmm. Yo, so do you think he's better than Michael Jackson? As an artist, as a, as a creative. Hell no, I think no, bro. Listen, Kanye's better to, than we, we have to. Kanye's st- better than Drake as a full-on artist. Drake said it himself. He said like that's like number one guy ever. Like that's is like people know this. Like it's no, it's incomparable. There's no necessarily sense of like Drake's artistry is more of a new age generation artistry. Whereas like he knows how to fucking 
do social media better than anyone else. Like, of course. He knows how to like. He's a you wave know, hopper. He's a wave. Like he knows how to get people talking. Even him posting the Michael Jackson shit. Is just him to doing get that. people. He's hoping to inflate the numbers. That's what That's he's, what he's to fucking do. doing. Yeah. He wants to get people mad because like at the same time. He's also rallying his camp without yeah, telling them. And he can also be like, I was just joking. Like it's not that serious because it is not that serious. But it can come off serious because it's Drake. You know, him posting the Holly Berry cover art and then that shit being not, you know, her getting mad. He didn't delete it from his Instagram, but he never made it the cover art. You know, so it's like it's all topical conversations. Drake is always in the fucking news every fucking week. So let me ask you a question. When does it become problematic like Kanye does? Because that was the thing. Kanye started like this. But th they'll become problematic when Drake does interviews and like vocalizes more about this type of shit on camera. But he does it and he never will. I feel like we're never going to get another Drake hip hop interview, regular interview. We're always going to get like Kayla Presley, the girl, Bobby uh, Althoff. Goofy, corny goofy shit. Goofy shit because yeah. he likes that because he's an actor. He's comedic. Uh, we goofy over here, SNL. Drake. He'll probably do SNL again this year. He'll I wouldn't come be do shocked. Us. We goofy you know. over here. The fuck does that mean? Come over here. Go get interviewed. <laughs> you guys are like we're goofy. We're gonna do some goofy oh, we, shit. We, we talk yeah. normal, and he he feels weird. You know what I'm saying? But he talks some crazy, <laughs> crazy shit. shit. And we, yo, uh, fuck uh, this uh, nigga, bro. Uh, yeah, this nigga is like, like bro, what you guys doing, bro? Uh, like, no, you know what we're doing, bro. Yo. We try to get the Drake interview. Nah, man, just talking about getting <laughs> someone's face tattooed on his ass. Shit, I'm gonna get that Rogan interview. Uh, I, I might do the same shit that nigga did with Ben Simmons. Oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's such a random basketball player that, well that tattoo. That was well done. Shout that out was. to that tattoo artist. Um, well, those who, for those that know, over the weekend there was obviously new music release. Adonis Drake's son has released Fuck the him. official Bang song. Don't talk to my man like that, my 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 man, my man, my 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 man, my man. That shit kind of I got a tablet. I threw my tablet. I broke my tablet. Broke my tablet. Hmm. If, we, if we're being honest, what he does, very young, right? Well, how old is he again? Five. Five years old. He is definitely, is, is he's doing the flow pattern thing, He's right? learning it, yeah. He's learning flow patterns. So if Drake's son, jokes aside, wants to actually become a rapper and, like, learn, he has every best tool in the world to do so. And on top of that, so young, trying to do the flow patterns, trying to find a melody, Obviously, it's not a fucking good song, but it's like it's a kid making music. You can music. take what you want. Who you know what I'm saying? Who do you think is gonna be better, Adonis or North? That's the thing. Now, for those who don't know, Northwest, uh, there's been a new leaked one today of Young North. I don't know if it was new. I don't think. It's, I think it's, uh, she sounds younger on it. She I don't did. think it was recently. I find it rapping. I find it funny that they're leaking that. Yeah, now. and it came out today. I have a theory Lanvidia that is crazy. Kanye saw Drake's son release that song and everything, the hoopla, and he's trying to flex like, nigga, my daughter's better. Here we go. Because if you listen to the, the North song, it's actually really good. She's really talented. She's really talented. She and can draw really time, well, She too. said in the song she was six, so she would be around the Don's age at that time. I haven't heard it. You've, so you see her TikTok now? Yeah, her TikToks are amazing. She's fucking hilarious. You know, so but, it's going to be crazy 10 years from now, 20 years from now, the next generation of kids. I think Adonis would be a good rapper. Bro, when it comes to rappers, yeah. Kanye's kids growing up, right? Drake's kids growing up, athletes, LeBron's son. Being like we're, we're, we're now seeing the next generation of stars that are actually just children of other stars. 
Ocean's gonna be Michael Phelps. My son Ocean's gonna be Michael Phelps. Michael, <laughs> yo, that nigga be swimming. I believe, that. I believe that hey, shit, he bro. Was he was. <laughs> No marijuana though. That nigga be swimming, bro. He I'm like, yo, he what's wasn't crazy? named Ocean for no reason, bro. He be swimming because he was uh, he was high the whole time. Uh, no, I was revealed. You remember? For real? You remember the controversy of Michael Phelps being a piehead or something? No way. You remember? Who gives a fuck? I know, but it's just funny. That nigga like six four can swim like a shark. Ain't no one give a fuck. My <laughs> man, Offset dropped his new album. I think he's selling about eighty thousand first week. That's a pretty good number for him. Shout out to him. A good album. It's by good himself? Album. That's actually great. By I don't think himself. any of them hit 80 by themselves. I don't think they none. I think that's the most that any Migos member has done with a solo album, I think. I'm pretty sure. Even with Travis, I think Quavo stood and hit 80K. And yeah. I think it's because of no, a good rollout. We got to blame a good rollout. Kai Sinat, that situation was beautiful. We spoke about it in here. Mm-hmm. Also, Cardi B. He's fucking, he's fucking Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's his wife. Like, so that comes with like, you know, clout. They know it. So like, she's been supporting this, pushing this album like crazy, wearing his merch. You know, going hard, posting his songs. I mean, it's, his... It's, it's good merch. I was yeah. gonna say, do you fuck with the merch? It's good merch. The sweater he keeps I like wearing. It. I like, I like the denim tears. I like the denim, denim tears designs. A lot of people are like, oh, he keeps fucking wearing it, but it's like, yeah, because this he, he owns it. He wants yeah, you to buy why it. Why the fuck not? You know what I'm saying? A lot of you fucking rappers don't wear your fucking merch. Yeah, he's wearing his merch, and it's denim tears, so that means it's a high quality merch. It's a collaboration with the denim tears designer. You How know, expensive is Tremaine? It? Probably a band. Nah, I think it's cheaper. It's a bit cheaper. Because denim tees in general, I think the pants are like $200. So I'm I can imagine, dropping, imagine with the sweaters. Bro, no, it's like listen, more. It's, it's like dropping, around 300 and If something. I'm dropping $300 for some pants, then she's better walk for me. <laughs> you know, it might be cheap because I didn't know Spider was that cheap. It just sells out. A lot of the stuff is retail is cheap. It just yeah. sells out. Bad Bunny dropped a new album over the weekend. Um, I still think I'm, I'm veering towards it becoming his best album. I like it a lot. It's growing on me more and more. His best album? Yeah. Yo, this motherfucker with his takes is crazy. I think it's Bad Bunny's best Drake's album. Drake's worst. Bad Bunny's best. <laughs> because uh, he's I doing think, this on purpose. I think that they don't have they don't have bad albums. It's just you got to rank them within their own discographies. So Drake's worst album is You think this is better than Un Verano Sin Ti, Por Siempre? I think so. Yo, lo que me da la gana. I think so. I think so. Nah, man, this... Bombay Road So is this his worst? This is might be his best. He's right? sharing a lot. This is best. It's an album. It's not like a. Just because he admitted that he likes his booty leg don't mean nothing, bro. That's not what it is, bro. The sniggers giving <laughs> At the up. At end of the day, remember, bro. Remember, bad bunny. I like that though. Getting your booty too. licked. I don't like getting my booty licked, but I like the fact that a bitch can eat my ass, bro. We pressed a brand new bad bunny album, bu- and out of nowhere, I did not expect to hear we got bad bunny rapping about the fact Meek that Mill he beat. gets his ass eaten in Spanish. But this is the I'm thing, like, though. Damn. Bro. This is the thing, right? I think so, he's getting very vulnerable and being very honest about multiple the, things, no, but just not thing. women. Bad Bunny's smart as fuck, right? Uh, but then again, he did say, if it doesn't come out of my mouth, don't believe it. But if it does, believe it. So never mind. What I was going to argue right now, it ain't even going to make sense. Yeah. So proceed. Yeah. <laughs> I th- Yo, listen. I think the album is really, really good. I like the trap beats. I like how it has like techno beats. I just like that he's sharing. People love that. Yeah. The, the way they're critically reviewing it is like... It's, like, it's his most sold album. Yeah. It's like a Isn't record. It? I think... Well, I don't sure think in America. Not America, probably. Because America, I think, did 200. But globally, I think it is, is going to be... I guess the way for the actual final numbers, but... I also think the way Un Verano Sinti came out was right before the summer. We were all hyped. It was a great summer album. I was still album. playing that shit in the winter. Bro. It's a great summer album. You seen the video with the Al Pacino? You got a video with Al Pacino. He has a video with Al Pacino. Yeah, bro, from in Monaco. the restaurant from Monaco. 
Video Al Pacino, hard. You know, you know, sampling what? old school reggaeton, hard. Yeah. You it's know what? King. You know what people are saying that he has another thing coming out because of how he's he's laid out shit. So like at the very end of the album, what's the, what's the last song on the album? Un preview. Un preview. Yeah. And then at the very end of Monaco, like when the fucking video shit start coming up, if you pay attention. It's I forgot who's asking him like oh like are you going back to club this this and that blah blah, blah. he's like uh, are they Al Pacino uh, he's like I don't know he's like maybe they Al Pacino you know what I'm saying so I feel like he's hinting at something else coming another soon. album is crazy though now, I don't think this year he's done it before soon, though I know he has because didn't the yellow covered album um like come I know, out like I know you want to salir yeah it came out right after um the the the, the uh, one where he's on the bike el, el, he shouldn't do that shit. Yeah, like a man, like yeah, yeah, yeah. He shouldn't do that shit because this, this this music here is more like cohesive. I feel like he'll drop in spring of next year. I may, yeah, maybe, but I feel like he needs to like roll this one out. Like, I don't know. I hate when niggas move on to the next shit. Like, this shit's really good. Like, I, he needs to pay attention to that. My issue is I feel like a lot of these reggaeton artists, they they stop rapping. They started singing a lot. And if they do rap, they rap on like old beats, like old reggaeton beats. This motherfucker was rapping on trap beats, bro. That shit was crazy, bro. That shit was hard, bro. That, that shit, shit was, was hard. hard. Speaking of a, another a Spanish artist, which was an American artist, but now he's known as a Spanish artist, 6 <laughs> 9 <laughs> For those sh- who don't know the story, because I feel like no no American uh, media place has broken it down yet. Uh, academics has been trying to. But here at Club Ambition, we are both languages. We're bo- bilingual, so you're going to get both analysis here. Perfectly well done. Because I've been breaking this down and studying this. For those who don't know, 6ix9ine, for more of a rebranding, has been doing Spanish music. But his most successful Spanish music has been the Dominican music that he's been making. Specifically with this woman named Yaelin La Mas Viral. A.K.A. not just the most popular female artist in DR. She's also Anuel's baby mother. That's what gained her higher clout, higher popularity. Anuel... And six nine have beef. They've had beef for years. You know, this has been a thing. What you send? Uh the video of them walking him into prison. Oh yeah, I got I got I got okay, it loaded perfect, up here. Yep. Perfect. Perfectly. So we wanna break that down. So he was interviewed by a bunch of Spanish. He went on Golo de la Flaca. I've I've watched every Spanish interview that Six Nine did. <laughs> right? And this is most like vulnerable, like damn near selling a puppy dog story. And they ate it up. It came off. Even my dad was like, he's actually a good guy. Like, what the fuck? And it it worked towards his narrative, especially Dominican uh, culture. They started embracing him. Whereas, like, wait a minute. He's actually a good guy. His girl got fucked. You know, he got jumped. He's not a snitch. He's like, he. I would have snitched too. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that whole energy, right? You're actually very accurate. That's exactly what happened. That's what happened with the Dominicans. They started <laughs> feeling that way. Yep. And then. The Central Americans too. Yeah. And then what happened? He was doing interviews with Yaelin, right? Anuel's ex, which already was weird. Like, bro, that's her ex. That's his ex. Like, that's are you do? Are her, you trying to get back? That's, to, that's her ex. Like, like you trying to be on some beef shit to that point? Like, it's, this nigga's that petty, right? And ex? they try to jack. They weren't dating or anything. Yeah, yeah. So he, at first he was like, oh, no, we're just friends, and they were even awkward in interviews. So it came off like, oh, they, they, they're, I'm not, they're not fucking. I, yeah, I, and then, and I didn't then, think they were fucking. And right? then he posted some shit where you can see in the camera where she about to gobble that shit. I didn't see that. <laughs> you didn't see that. Nah, that's true. That's real. Like, maybe yeah. fake. I didn't see that. Yeah, you that would've been that? crazy, nigga. Yeah, he posted a picture of where her she was like, mad? no, 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 where she was like on a plane or whatever. But it's you can see that it's a screenshot from the camera roll. 
you, you know, if you press it in the camera, it'll show you like a, the bunch of like, yeah, like the, a boomerang. The pre the previews of the other pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 One of those was her about a gobble his shit. Yeah, that should be getting me caught up. Too. God bless. God bless. God bless. All I do know is that um, eventually she started posting photos with six nine holding the her baby. child, Anuel's child, more and more, and that's when the death threats came from Anuel. He went back and forth with six nine, which is corny because he's the reason why she got deported. Exactly, you know, because she the annual, the annual yeah. relationship was very toxic as it was. But perception was like we didn't know the facts. He's still the baby daddy, so he could still come at her, etc. It got it got messy, right? And six nine is such a petty nigga. He's the type of nigga that literally would fuck your baby mother. That's some petty ass shit, right? They fucked his. Yeah, but Anuel had nothing to do with that. Anuel might fuck his baby mama the moment he gets out the hospital. Yeah, uh, yeah. God bless. Yeah, for prayers to Anuel, who's actually hospitalized right now prayers. because of his health condition as well. Uh, at the same time as all this is happening, um, but furthermore, Dominican news kept reporting uh, allegedly that rumors. Yaelene six nine, they're together. Yes, um, Yaelene six nine, she's pregnant. They're having another baby. Yaelene six nine, supposedly they've been breaking up. They're they're fighting. And now we have it confirmed that Yaelene, Anuel's baby mother, 6ix9ine's current girlfriend, but now maybe ex, we don't know how that relationship was going to stand after this. She was in a situation where she was going back and forth, arguing to 6ix9ine for the past couple weeks, about a month now. They've been kind of like off. She's been kind of not trying to leave him, but still trying to be kind of like on a break because he's very jealous. She says she's very jealous and also potentially physically abusing her. You know, there's a potential, and she's a potentially went with this through this with Anuel. So it's like, what the fuck? Hopefully that's not happening, right? But there's already evidence been released of, of verbal abuse, at least through text. There's voice messages that are gonna supposedly come out. Six nine was in a situation where Yaelene wanted to make music, but no longer with him. She wanted to work with another young up and coming producer in DR, some guy that actually had popularity a couple years ago, um, uh, uh, Alex Diamond, something like that. Um, but he kind of fell off. He's dying. He's not really popping no more. But that guy was in contact with Yaelene. They kept talking, oh, come to my studio. For some reason, she kept wanting to work with him. She liked his, his style, whatever. And 6ix9ine was the whole time being jealous, picking up the phone for her instead of him, instead of her, like for him. Like, oh, you oh, you want to talk to her? Blah, blah. You want to talk to Yaelene? Texting in response for her or like making sure every time he was on the phone with Yaelene, 6ix9ine would be in the background on purpose. Like, like, trying to find out what was going on. Like, being suspect, right? Literally breaking her phone. She bought a phone, I guess, three times. Brand new numbers and everything. Because 6 9 would break her phone because he was to be so envious and jealous of what's going on in her phone, who she's talking to, etc. This is all in the past month or so. Now we have 6 9 and DR arrested because of the fact that he got so jealous that he manipulated a situation where he made it seem like he was in Miami to Yaelene. Meanwhile, he was here in DR. He came back to the ER, took a flight that same day, supposedly, and went to the studio where he thought Yaelene was at, recording with this guy. And instead, the guy wasn't there, Yaelene wasn't there, but the man's other producers and young artists were in the studio, and he jumped them, attacked them, with people in DR, allegedly even maybe at least one off-duty cop that was paid off. They were still investigating, right? Some goons, Dominican goons, paid off by six nine allegedly to Did you jump. see the footage? Yeah, so we have footage of the security footage from outside the studio where six nine is seen leaving after this incident happened, and we also have footage of the men being uh, not 
attacked, but after their attack, being obviously bleeding and showing everything, the scars, the damages on their face. Let's check it out right now in order. So we have Beat It, nigga, Beat It, Michael Jackson. Bro, where's the 6 9 shit? I have it right here. I'm supposed to be over here. So we have right here. This should be, I'm assuming in order. Let's see what I opened first. Yes, right here. We have the security footage in DR. This is 6 9 and the goons going closer and closer to the studio. Entering. 6 9 right here with the black hoodie, black pants, white shoes. Do these niggas pull up on a pasola to beat a woman? Bro, crazy. Look at this. A bunch of them didn't even have masks. They weren't even trying to hide in it. You know, about two of them, three of them. Look at them running out. Did they leave the pasola? Bro, <laughs> dipped out, right? This all happened, I guess, in under like two or three minutes. The incident from going in, attacking them, and leaving. It wasn't like a long situation, right? Then we have footage now of him going to jail, being arrested. Viral. Look at this angle. Insane in DR. Look at this. This is insane. This is actually hilarious. This is one of the craziest videos in the history of the Dominican Republic. Right here. You know what's funny? Niggas are saying it's staged. You know, know, bro. Dominicans are just this unserious. Look at this. <laughs> Why do you run it like that? <laughs> <laughs> bro, what fucking falling, bro? <laughs> Yo. That's a Dominican shit. Like, niggas almost are like, oh, uh, oh, They don't understand, bro. We're like that, bro. Niggas were saying it's staged. Bro, it's not staged. It's real. That's dumb, bro. These are niggas being serious. They have to shove people out of the gates right here. To, they're trying to come in. Look at, look at, they're rushing, they're still running through. They're in the building already, but they're still running. They're still running. Bro, they're still already inside, they're already inside, they're still running, bro. That's so traumatic. Look at, look at they're still running, bro. I love my people, man. Bro, they're running, look at that, keep running. Look at Shorty smiling. Look at her smiling. <laughs> now, the funniest thing is when he hugs his lawyer, watch. Yep. Yeah. Why thug his lawyer like that? <laughs> Bro, they were all so happy that they finally got him in there. It's crazy. But you know what I think also is? I think they might have thought, like, yo, he might be killed. Probably. Because them Trinis don't play over there. Dominicans do not like this disrespect. They feel like as if is as if an outsider coming into this country attacking other people that live here. Like, you're trying to use your power. You think because you're 6'9", like you're hot shit. They don't like that shit. But at the same time, the irony is that it was other Dominicans with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's very ironic. It's money. Money, you know, it's very powerful. But they're not powerful enough to uh, have you stay out of jail. Bro, homeboy that fell in the beginning, he probably was like a dad trying to hit this nigga. Like, how could you disrespect women? <laughs> you know what Dominicans dad be, bro? <laughs> Niggas be doing the Here most. we have the, the official 6 9 mugshot in that DR. That motherfucker falling was hilarious, though. That shit looks hideous. Here we have the official... So, 6 9 has got himself in a fucked up situation. Um, he is not smiling, if you look at this. This is as, as panicked and as serious as we've ever seen 6 9 in any mugshot before. Um, his life is on the line. I think that he's an idiot, bro. People really think that you can change overnight, etc. This man has always been manipulative, like... Clout chasing, attention grabbing. Bro, you really thought that he was a, a changed man? He was a wholesome man now and just lives in the yard with his... No! He has a whole nother child here in America he doesn't see 
has no, like he doesn't even talk about it, doesn't entertain it, yeah. right? A whole other like he has family everywhere else. You don't see him interact with his family, you know. And when you do see him interact, it'll be on some clout chasing shit where he'll post like, um, giving back money, right? And for those who don't know, there's a whole other situation where Steve will do it, a former Nelk boy. They say he's going broke. that he owes money. Six nine owes him money, two million dollars because. He got 6ix9ine a Rumble deal, and the Rumble company, 6ix9ine spoke with them, yo, I need the money up front. You know, I want to buy a content creator house with the money. 6ix9ine took the money and literally bought, I think it was 30 Birkin bags. The Birkin bags that he saw, he posted one day, like he bought like 30 girls in New York Birkin bags, some shit like that. Mm. So 6ix9ine is, is, like is like scum. You know, it's entertaining. But I wouldn't want to have him as a fucking friend. At all. And I would never want to do business with this guy. Yeah. So I think that he, he really needs to reevaluate <coughs> his life. Like, if you want to change, you need to fully change. It can't just be like, oh, I'm 6'9", still with the crazy hair, you know, but I'm going to talk nicer and I'm going to talk in Spanish. Bro, you still are this sick man that fucking, you need help. You're funny at times. You're entertaining. Your music sucks. You're not talented. You know you're not talented. You say yourself. But it's like you're you're selling this false facade, and like this is disrespectful to Dominicans. Everyone in the comments though is going crazy. Like keep him, keep him, <laughs> keep him. Damn, he's going bald. He kind of is looking like he's going bald. He's stressed out there. Trust me, um, Dominican niggas do not play. Let me ask you a question. Then he's going. To, is he going to jail? My thing is like I feel like isn't Dominican police len- more lenient? So I'll tell you this compared to American. Uh, so the crowd knows I was in DR for a wedding last week. Dominican Republic is in a giant election at the current moment. Yeah. It is very intense. It is very serious, especially what's going on with Haiti at the border. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a large belief that the Dominican president has no intention of letting this go away because um, it's going to look very bad for him and his party. And they want to show them that they're, sh- they're tough on crime because that's been a big issue in DR too, a lot of crime. So I can see just because it's such a high profile case, he's gonna get fried if he stays in DR. It's yeah. a ten, I think I I read somewhere it's about three to ten year sentence for what he did. Oh my god! Now if he gets extradited and comes to the U.S., extradition works this way: you're gonna get extradited, you're still gonna get charged here. True, mm-hmm. so, and I think you get an extra charge for running a muck in another country, and you're a U.S. citizen, bro. So my question to you is like: is this the end of six nine? I think that this is. If not the end, definitely the start of the end. Definitely for sure. If it wasn't already, um, if releasing trash music isn't enough, you know, buying views. Everyone, anyone can buy views. You know, he's been literally like people have reported that he's there's proof of him buying like millions of views, like buying a good good number, a huge number of views. In the past, he's denied it. I don't know. God bless him. Um, he does have a big following. No one, no one's saying you, you don't. But it's like, who's what's the six nine song are you playing this year? Which one? You know, it's like there's no sense of like urgency. For like, did music. it come out? It feels like it never even came out. So that's the problem. So I think no, they did. He made one with her. No, I know that they did. I'm saying, but it still feels like as if they didn't. Mm. You know, because I've reviewed them and everything I've, on the channel. I, I reacted to them. I think with my dad, the Yaelin one especially. Um, but yeah, man, this shit is crazy. Six nine. God bless your heart, brother. You are. Hopefully, you might not be. I don't know. I don't want you to be cooked, but it feels like it might be that way. Like I'm like Noel was saying. It definitely could be the case with Dominicans. And also, there's, there's been reported that the guy who got interviewed, who revealed everything on Alofoca, he said that also 6ix9ine tried to pay them off. He tried to pay these people off. He started at $10,000. He said, yo, I'll give $10,000 to each one of you guys. 
all three, four, whoever, all from the studio, the artist that supposedly he thought, you know, was cheating on Yaelene at first, he apologized, was like, I'm going to give you $10,000, I'm going to give the guys each $10,000, I'm going to pay for your, all the equipment in the studio that fucked up. They said no. They don't want to do that. Especially the guys that got attacked. Because I think the DJ guy, like I said, wasn't in there, the main guy. The artist, he wasn't in there. So he said that he just feels bad for the guys. You know, he's like, I'm not trying to be clout chasing, clickbait. I'm not trying to do these interviews for that. I'm just trying to, you know, speak up for the guys. Like, these guys were innocent. They didn't deserve being beat up. And they want to talk to police. They want to take this all the way because they deserve it. You know, there's... And yeah, Dominicans right, don't play right. about shit like that they sometimes. Don't yeah. They don't give a fuck, bro. They're not some street <laughs> niggas. Like, they're not some type of yeah. shit. That's not, that's not they're the probably good them. dudes who, like, have families and yeah, they're Yeah, they're innocent guys, you know? They had nothing to do with that shit. They probably even know that was happening. The whole jealousy shit. That DJ guy probably kept that to himself because, like... You know, he wanted to protect that Yaelene relationship. He's like, I want to make music with you. I'm not trying to fuck you. Like, 6 9 might be crazy and, like, jealous. Even if he is, who gives a fuck? That's between them. But then my thing is, I have a theory where it's like, maybe, not that they fucked, but maybe, because I'm not gay, but God bless, obviously I'm not gay, but the guy's handsome. The guy, the Dominican guy, bro, very handsome. If you look at him, bro, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Okay. I could see this being something. Easily. Easily. He almost gives like a 6'9 Dominican vibe, but way more handsome. Like, I'm like, whoa. Oh, damn. 6'9 wants it up the butt. <laughs> no, yeah. What do you mean? Oh, really? oh. Yo, did you not think the same thing, bro? No. I'm like, damn, nigga, what? I'm talking about Yaelene, the guy that Yaelene, the main guy. Oh, I thought you were trying to say that maybe 6'9 was in love with this nigga. No, because there was a guy that, that Yaelene was texting and making music with that with, Six Nine was jealous about. Oh no, they're they probably studio. Fucking. They're probably studio. Fucking, yeah. It was his studio, but he had a whole interview where he said no, like he denied it. Niggas be lying. He, he, he be I believe him when you look at the interview, but I still feel like there's another side to this of Come on, something. Bro. You know, Dominican niggas lie. You know, because he kept apologizing to Yaelene. He, how handsome is he? He's a handsome guy, bro. That nigga's in her guts. Sexy nigga, bro. God bless. Sexy nigga. Sexy nigga. Sexy niggas recognize sexy niggas. You know. <laughs> you got that sexy <laughs> dick <stop>. in there. <laughs> what? What are you saying? <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Funny Marco <laughs> has gone viral because Funny Marco is now reacting to an interview he did with G Herbo and Southside. Southside on the track. Yeah. 808 Mafia. Bitch. One of the best producers of all time. Um, I love Southside's beats. And G Herbo, they did an interview with Funny Marco. Isn't G Herbo in jail? I thought G Herbo was in jail. I think he's still being like, I don't know what's going on. I think the case is still open. I, I thought he got... I thought he got like time already. I thought he was serving time. You yeah, know, I thought but, they said it was like nine years. He's done. Yeah, God bless you, Herbal. I hope, uh, I hope for not, man, because he's a good person, man. He's actually really, he comes off really dope. Is I don't he know him. I don't fucking know him. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, big talking like you know that nigga. <laughs> Yo, is he though? Like, Yo, Vic I don't is crazy. fucking know that nigga. But Vic is crazy. You, you saw how he rubbed your hand. Yeah, we rubbed his ass sometimes. I know. That's I like crazy. it. That's yeah, good. Pause, yeah. pause, pause, pause. Yeah, like, well, we're building chemistry. Jesus we're doing awkward interview you. style, good like man, Funny Marco. Shout, exactly. shout out to Funny Marco. But Funny Marco will play the clip. He has made a post. There was rumors and going viral. People think that he was scared and nervous of how this interview went. Like he felt threatened. And he what? made a post. Bro, he made a post literally saying like, that's what happened. This is crazy. This is some dark shit. Yo, play this shit. Because who at threatens this. Funny Marco, bro? So, But look at this. Because I don't know if it's Cap. Because I, he was at Cap. No, but he was at G Herbo's party with the shoes, remember? And his his son, G Herbo, got mad about it and threw them. He's like, I, don't, I already have these. I don't want these. But that's why I feel like they had the relationship already, right? They do. So look at this. So this is a clip from the interview. Sorry. Funny Marco. Go check out Funny Marco's um, Honest Interview. Or I think it's, what's the name of his? Open Thoughts, something like that. It's on his YouTube channel. Go check it out. Yeah, I know. He really nah, my you. son don't hate nobody. He pure. He just don't like it. Oh, him. they were talking about that. His son hating him. 
son hates you. Yeah, I know. He really nah, hates you. Nah, my son don't hate nobody. He pure. He just don't like you. Yeah. I don't. But nah, I ain't gonna lie. You can't my son, the first time I ever heard my son say he hates somebody, I swear to God, he really said it on cap. He even cop a cold. It's like midnight. I really hit him at cop a cold. Boom. He see Buck on cap. Buck always fucking with him. Buck so <laughs> on cap. Look, we riding past. I got the Am I in the conversation or just him? Shut the fuck up. He's making, bro. You're, you're not even like, it's our show now, bro. You feel so, Swerving curve. We putting off a cup of coffee, I swear to God, he see, he see Buck, I swear to God, my son say, Daddy, he said, I hate that bitch. Who Buck? <laughs> you hear me, who Buck? Who Buck? This is, the Southside just throw up bloods? Is that a thing? Like when they laugh, like gang, gang members when they laugh do that? I've never seen that. God bless, bro. Not the gang maybe it's, members, maybe, maybe it's a different, maybe in different areas, maybe no. different, maybe it's like a South thing, because I think he's from Atlanta, no? Southside, I think. Yeah, he's from Atlanta. Well, obviously he's from the Southside, right? <laughs> Imagine he's not. I, I think Zone Six is in the south side. Um, God bless. Maybe I don't know. God bless. I don't Wait, know. continue. Who huh? Buck? Oh, you don't want to be Buck. Yeah, shut bro. the fuck up. Dude. Yeah, bro. Just it's shut it, the bro. fuck up and listen. You gonna come back in in a minute, bro? We got you, bro. Don't, don't trip. Look, don't care. You said I hate that bitch. Walking off from from Cabo Cove, I spent the block. I told. I said, but my son said he hate you. He said, Daddy, I hate that bitch. He said, Daddy, I hate that bitch. Don't cap. That's what he said about Buck. Word. <laughs> I agree, you guys crazy. That nigga crazy. All right, we, we back on your show. I'm sorry. Yeah. Come All on, right. what's up, bro? Finish, fucking goofy. Um, nah, it's, it's just like, shit just be like, all right. All right, yeah. Shit like what be like, all right. Just let it go. Yeah. Just say it. Cause say what you want to say. What you want to say? good. So, it, that was like awkward tense, and people were like, wait, was he actually mad? And then Funny Marco made this post today, which I couldn't believe. I'm like, nah, it's got to be Cap, bro. This got to be Cap. Um... Look at the post. Let's read it right here. Funny Marco said, I think this was on Facebook. It like, looks like fake Facebook. I understand a lot of y'all mad about the interview. I was upset while it was going on, but I understand I got a job to do. One thing about me is I respect people on my show. I didn't want to match day energy. It's so many L's I took on my journey. I wish I could show I don't hide anything. So I feel it. I feel it was only the right to put the episode out myself and just learn from that episode and move on. Think who support me. It's a mindset thing. Marco mindset. Funny Marco's mindset page on Facebook. What the fuck do you guys think? I think that he still is capping. But then at the same time, what makes me think is real is when he says, like, I don't hide anything. So I feel it was only right to put this episode out myself and just learn from the episode. Whereas, like, if you were capping, I don't think you would say that right there, that last line. You know what I'm saying? That's too specific. That's more personal. That's too personal of a line to just lie. If he lied, that's a good ass lie. I feel like, all right. So this fucks me up. Right? This it fucked me up. I'm, I'm, saying yeah, I'm fucked up because my <laughs> thing is, it looked like a style of comedy. You know, you know, say they they say Drisky is or however you say his name. I always fuck it up. So Drisky is um bro. What are you saying, nigga? I would say Drisky. <laughs> Drewski? What Drewski. are you saying? Drewski? I, say, I say Drewski. I don't know. I can't pronounce people's names Drewski. Well. D, just pronounce Shut, it yeah. D-R-E-W. I, Mar, thank you. For, Drew. But your PhD in English. So Drewski. Nah, I only got a bachelor. <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker Drewski, right? They call him like a sociologist because he's able to like analyze like, rea like, like basically social norms and make them funny. Yeah. I think in that situation, when I first watched the video, Mark was doing the same thing. You know how when niggas start talking, 
and they're talking about some real shit, and like niggas try to like be like, "Oh, what are you talking about?" Yeah, what's going on? And yeah, niggas yeah, be like, "Yo, mind, mind your fucking business, bro." Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, niggas do that. I've seen that. I've seen street niggas talk some real shit. Yeah. And you're not supposed to be in that conversation. I've seen niggas try to be a groupied out and hear about it. And niggas be like, yo, eat my dick. Yeah. That statement, though, you're right. That last sentence is very personal. And it threw me off. Because I thought they were trying to be like Drewski, who tries to like make that social commentary in like a comedic way. And that right there sounds like he really did not. like He was not in on that joke. But then... Because I don't see G. I don't think G. Herbo and Southside are actually like that. I've never seen that before. I felt like they were trying to be like him. They were doing the funny Marco. That's why he was like saying like we're doing you, bro, or something like that. We're doing you on your show. Like we're this is our show now. Like we're yeah, doing your show. that's how it came off. But then I haven't watched the full interview yet. But I guess like the people online have, have were been saying this about the interview, even if you watch the full one. So it seems to be like the concises online, like oh, that shit was awkward. That shit was not. It came off. Isn't like, that his whole comedy? Yeah, it is being awkward. That's my so thing. Off the camera, it problem? might have been fine. And the way he threw up the blood sign, niggas don't do that. I've never seen that. Especially if you're having a conversation with I've never seen that before in my life. That's weird. That was wild. That maybe was maybe wild. it wasn't blood. He was just throwing up bees. Like, Even if he's throwing up... Alphabets. No, alphabet. But you feel me? Like, you're throwing up your sign. You, it, it looked like it was a joke. It was like, enter- like he's like... Uh, you're playing into the role. Performative. Yeah. It looked like you're playing into the role. It looked performative, yeah. And the way G Hope was telling the story is like you're telling the story to one of your niggas. Yeah. And it's like, how close are him and Southside for him to be talking like that? I'll tell you this much. I hope that definitely this is all a lie and Funny Marco's feelings weren't hurt and bothered because I feel like Funny Marco deserves more respect. Um, they know what the fuck they're going up there for. He knows His name what, is fucking he, he, Funny Marco. He knows who the fuck he's getting on. Yeah, and everyone, but at the same time, everyone in Atlanta, you know, even though G Herbal's not from Atlanta, he's from Chicago. He's right? from Chicago. Chicago. He was a part of that drill scene with Chief. Yeah, he's from, he's from Chicago. But Funny Marco, I know that he typically gets a lot of Atlanta artists, Sexy Red, etc. He'll get them on faster than anyone else because he's in Atlanta. He records in Atlanta. You know, he used to have the show. And they love each other. They yeah. put each other on over there. He used to have the show on a network, on a YouTube network, like an independent mm-hmm. company network. What are you um, I think he bought it out or like had problems with them. And then now he has his own shit on his own channel called Open Thoughts on his own channel. But his his the one on the network was the one that blew up. That's where he had boozy. That's where he had his best, most viral ones was on there. But his one about himself that he randomly started, that YouTube channel, I think it already has over 100,000 followers, has a good amount of views. He's been cooking, bro, independently now. So, And he rebranded the name of it, but it's still the same style of interview. Even better edited now, the clips and everything. So I commend him where it's like, it's pretty cool ownership. You see the shit that he's doing is, is amazing. He's always been funny to me. But then shit like this is it sucks when you see creators like, be like if it's really happened like be disrespected because that's disrespect at that point but then why would funny marco still release it he said it's to learn a lesson from that episode and move on you're just getting dissed bro you mean to make money he's gonna make money off of it because my point vic as a creator what do you do in that situation i don't know because you don't need to put the video out there for you to learn from it you can watch that in private. Yeah, it, this seems. And if you this know, video doesn't have to come out, I still have as an interview. I still haven't dropped like, with Malik Yusuf, like the full one on at the Rhode Island Comic Con. The famous actor, the black guy, black bald guy, great actor. Because when he when in the beginning, I still have to revisit it. But at the beginning, I feel like he checked me in the beginning. But it was because I was like so caught up in the moment, I didn't introduce myself or nothing. So he was like, "Oh, who, like you, you got to introduce yourself. Like reminded me of my manners." 
but then at the interview went well. Like he was, like he showed me mad love, like throughout it, and especially at the end, even off camera. But the beginning of it felt like kind of like, ah, oh, shit, I don't know. So I think that's what kind of made me not want to show it fully yet. But I'm probably gonna show that release it soon because it's, it's over a year old, and that shit was pretty pretty dope. One of the dopest conversations I had. He was talking about like his life and shit. He was addressing st- stuff that I didn't even realize. Like he, I guess he was like accused of or like proven to date like transgenders it was like a crazy controversy with him something of that nature and he was talking about that without me realizing it in the moment so i look back at the footage i'm like what is he talking about look it up i'm like oh this is what he was talking about the controversy the shit he's faced recently being canceled recently oh that's what he was talking about i didn't know right so that i you know i've kind of had similar things like that that happened but i don't know funny marcos that's not my shtick his shtick is to have an awkward interview. So if it goes bad, technically it's still on brand. With that's what I'm saying. Because it's not a bad interview. And we really can't tell. Yeah. You know, with the Bobby Althoff one, the offset, the end of the offset interview, oh, no, or towards the it. end of it, in it. the middle as well, he was like doing like zingers back at her, yeah. saying like she dresses bad, this and that, like coming at her. Yo, you win, you win. <laughs> yeah. And people were kind of like, "Oh, like shit, good for her, like good for, like good for him, like she, she finally, she finally gets a taste of her own medicine, like this and her coming out of shit." This might be them trying to do the same thing. They probably saw that. But them, it was proven back then, because footage came out of that like a month ago before the interview dropped with Offset and Bobby. They were chilling off, off camera after the interview. They made a TikTok. I think it was with that TikToker, that guy that does music videos on the spot. Like, can I do a music video of you right now? Like right here, like your song. He did it with Offset and Bobby right there because oh, yeah, was an area. She was in the video, yeah. Yeah, she came out in the little video that he did for TikTok. So that confirmed to me, like, oh, that's obviously cool. That was cap. Like, they was just chilling. Um, and he sat in the Breakfast Club, too, or wherever he was, Offset in an interview. I think it was Hot 97 or something where he was like, yo, yeah, I was just giving her her own taste of her own medicine back. Like, it wasn't malicious. Like, it was just, you know, me doing my thing, you know. Um, but that this one, funny. you know, Bobby's not. No, Offset is a hood nigga, too, though. These, these are all some street niggas. Yeah. So I can't say like it's not some street nigga shit. That's why I was going to ask you, bro. is definitely a street nigga for sure. Everyone knows. It's been no, a known thing. <laughs> That's funny Marco, bro. I'm scared of that nigga, bro. <laughs> no, I yeah. would talk to him, though. <laughs> I fuck with his. I love his production. One of the best ones of this generation. Oh, yeah, 100%. I have nothing to say to anyone who has any affiliation to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> um, but listen, Vic, this is my question to you. Because you said, you mentioned this. Maybe they were cool backstage after this. Yeah. Because this is my point, bro. I'm watching the shit. If there really was an issue, I'm not posting this. Exactly. I'm not posting this mostly because of the relationship with the artist and the person I'm talking to. Like, Southside's cool with Lil Baby. You're bur- you could possibly be burning bridges by putting people, putting this content out and making people look bad like this. Yeah. Like, there's too many ramifications here for me to just casually put this out like this and then give out that statement. Like, it looks like bad PR. Like, what is he doing? That's what I was going to ask you. Like, I don't think you would ever put out a video where you know you had an issue with someone on mm-hmm. air. We have Southside, um, actually, before I forget, I almost forgot, responding. He went on Instagram and he made this post. Let's hear him out. Nobody that wasn't scared. Like, if you were scared, I can't help how your mama raised you. Like, what you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, this is why I stay off, because no matter what it is, it's make me the bad guy on this mob when it come to, when it come to whatever, when it come to, when it come to. When it come to, you feel me? Like, whatever it come to, they make me the bad guy. Y'all stop being pussy. Stop being pussy. Stop throwing rocks in y'all hands, bro. I didn't nobody. That wasn't scared. Like, if you was scared, like, you know, for real. Her wasn't even doing nothing. 
her one doing nothing to that man. Like, you know, like, it just, it is what it is. That's how them folks play. Like, it's cool for a to get on there and say shit all day and do what they do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or calling for an interview and you don't know what kind of day a nigga have come do an interview and you would say some whole wig off the It's like, come on, bro, don't do that. Like, don't DM me. Grown men, don't DM me. Think it is, it's never that. You know what I'm saying? It's never, ever, 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 what y'all think it is. I swear to God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Ever, ever. And I f Marco. Marco is about, he, Marco's still about, Marco just funny as Like, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think he was uncomfortable. I think bro was good. Like, I think bro was all the way good, man. I think bro was all the way good. If he was uncomfortable, it's like, all right, damn, Marco, we sorry. We ain't mean to make you uncomfortable, but if you Stay away from me. Like, oh, y'all watch wrestling growing up, right? Watch what? Wrestling. Like, like, oh, oh, oh. Hulk smash. Like if that? you guys became the Undertaker, who became who be Undertaker? Uh, I'll be Undertaker. He'll be yeah, Kane. He'll be Undertaker. I'll be Kane. What makes him Undertaker? Cause he's up. I'm fucking bro. He said that. I'm Kane. Cause it's like chill. I'm just here. I'm just. He Undertaker, I gotta be game. What the else I'm gonna be? If he Undertaker, who else I'm gonna be, dumbass? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Because we, can, we can't really hear because the speaker's down. He said, he said if he's Undertaker and, I, and I'm, okay, so I gotta Undertaker. be Kane, who the fuck? He's like, who the fuck am I gonna be, dumbass? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm st I'm confused because Southside uh, said I, I, both kind of like he said like I don't think he's he's like mad but then I, why would you not why would you post this maybe because he feels like yo motherfuckers making me out to be a bad guy I don't want to play into the narrative by he, attacking him publicly mm, yeah that could be because Southside was attacked when um the the Summer Walker situation was it Summer Walker right that's I think he he dated or cheated on no London that's London on the track that's London on the track. My bad. I don't want, I'm sorry. I sound like a dumbass confusing. Nah, there you go. You see, confusing oh, There you go. That's producers. why Southside said what he said. Southside. You're track, making yeah. him the, seem the bad person. I'm going to be real. It when, when I hear them talking, it sounds like a skit. Like They sound like they're trying to do the skit, like bullying him. Bro. To be a part this of it. To have, you know, you to know, have this happen. You but know street niggas know bro? you're not supposed to talk to people like that. Like, there's certain language you just don't use. Like, no, you're not going to call me a bitch. Like, don't talk to me like 100%, that. hundred percent, but they didn't call him a bitch. They did. When? When he was like, who the hell am I supposed to be, bitch? If you're Kane, I'm Undertaker. No, he said dumbass. Oh, d okay. I thought he called him a bitch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, who else am I supposed to be, dumbass? We we this thing is is we talk like this to each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they're mm -hmm. not. They might not really be friends like that. So, no, he said no. He said that he DM he DM me. Don't DM me. Like the, you motherfuckers don't be DMing me for interviews. So it seems like Funny Marco just DM them. If he's DMing him, not texting him, their personal numbers probably doesn't know the nigga like that. He said he's a fan of his, so he probably went on. Yeah. I what were you know. gonna What were you gonna say, Marlon? I don't know, man. Uh, again, going back to like people just digging too deep into something. Making something out of making something, something out, of out, of, nothing. out of nothing. You know what I'm saying? It could be that. Listen, it works though for attention. At the end of the day, if this shit made you feel some type of way, don't post it. Also, speak up after. Exactly. Stop being a bitch. You know what I'm saying? The whole awkward shit is for your whole fucking thing. I highly doubt that's how you actually are. You're gonna speak up. You know what I'm saying? Like cut the camera. If if, if you really didn't like this shit, you would have pulled the Bobby, taken out the whole interview down. You know what I'm saying? But you're making money off of this, so why the fuck are you going to take it down? I got it. No, you're right. Do you have the little Mabu video that they made? 
the the song. Yeah. Nah, and I probably wouldn't play because of the fucking um copyright too. But we could definitely talk about that. Uh, Krishan Rock and Blueface are back in headlines again. Um, for those who don't know, Krishan Rock. Um, on top of this, prior to this coming out, revealing today these DMs that have been leaked by Wack One Hundred. Um, did a song with Little Mabu where she was coming at Blueface. You know. Um, can I? I'll read the lyrics of that song actually because I don't want to play the song because I don't want to get um, copyright infringement. But which song? The Krishan Rock and Lil Mabu. You guys know Lil Mabu? Yes, uh-huh. sir. That's my boy from New York. He go dumb. He go crazy. He go dumb. He go dumb. <laughs> you yeah. guys sound wild. He go I fuck dumb. With him. Nah, I fuck he go with crazy, him. bro. I fuck with him. I fuck it's with funny, him. Bro. Mathematical disrespect. What is, I think no, that's I like what it's him called. Too. I, I like him too. Hard. I like yeah. him too. Um, let's see. Damn, it's not coming up, bro. The hell? Why is it not coming up? Let me look up on Little Mabu's um page. Just, just why don't you just YouTube the lyrics and just mute it? Oh, it's right here. Let's still take yeah, bitch. I haven't heard this song. I'm really happy Lil Mabu did this. It's really good for New York. Let's see. Because these draw artists don't make it out of there. And so this is going to help. The song goes, fuck Blueface. I had to find a new bay. Yeah, I, with my boo, fuck what you say. I might put it in his face because he want to taste. This that newborn pussy. Make, she, your, make th- your water th- break. That's her verse. Yeah. Okay. Only thing that's broke is my is my fucking water. Gave birth to my kid, but I hate his father. I used to fuck with blues. Now I got I fuck with ones. Only fuck with white boys that be toting guns. Then Lil Mabu says, I'm Mr. Take Your Bitch, take her for a trip, fly her to New York, sign my name all her tits. Yes, I took his lady. I like blue faces, so I took his baby. This is crazy. I need bro. to listen to his shit. Then he says, this is not Did he drop a video to it too? Yeah, they yeah. did. Because he has the thing. He always drops a video to it. And a it's always thing. a crazy ass always video. Good ass you ever video. seen the one of him in the, in the school? Yeah. That shit is insane. <laughs> oh my God. Pretty much tying his ops. Oh my God, bro. <laughs> yeah, and like, he really here. plays into him being a white rapper. He'd be like, yo, these, these street niggas wearing tech, mm-hmm. Nike techs. They'd be writing bars for me. Yeah. It ain't me. Here's some of the visuals. The visuals is pretty nuts. It's very on brand for him. These are the type of videos he makes. Yeah, because the last song he did was like deeper and spiritual. He's been trying to do more spiritual, serious songs. He's like in school, school now. He went to college. Um, he was like talking to his fans about it. But I guess he said with this one, fuck it. Let me go back to some like clout chasing shit. It's going to work. This is very smart. This is smart marketing. He has a great marketing team. This is smart marketing. Because um, New York niggas get stuck in New York. He's trying to really break out of there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just crazy. I'm going to take your bitch. So he did a, this whole this a whole diss song to Blueface, basically this song, right? Um and even if it's uh, trolling, I feel like Blueface wouldn't like that shit. Like, it'll be like... I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So this is not trolling. This is obviously serious um, with a bit of trolling. This sounds crazy, though. So now we have um, WAC 100 after this song being released. Send that drop Blueface has been posting his baby mama, his, his um, other one, his other relationship, other child more, being with them more publicly. And Blue, uh, WAC 100 posted this where Krishan Rock, basically to defend Blueface, right? Because people... Haven't seen a side of defense for Blueface. So, Wacker Hunter posted this. It's a 2020 DM, uh, allegedly, of Krishan Rock trying to backdoor Blueface in Baltimore from a guy with the guy from Baltimore, because um, she's from B More as well, Baltimore, for those who don't know. She DM'd him saying his BM is the reason why my tooth gone for real. I ain't tell you everything, just wait till I do. And the guy said back to her, 
be more shit. You feel me? Let's do this. You'll be knowing where he at. Send that drop of his crib. I needs that. Those are nasty messages. Then she sent, I guess, an address. Nah, I'd be knowing where he at. So when no, I... No, I'd be knowing where the heat to... Where he to where he to? She knows where the gun is. Oh, okay. So when I get sharp, woo woo, I'ma send it. Sometimes I don't know if she's talking on that on purpose, to like not be caught. I don't know no, I saw Baltimore niggas talk. Woo woo. DMV niggas talk. Like Why that. would you DM someone woo woo though? Bro, that's how DM niggas. <laughs> nigga, they don't. No, s- yo, bullshit. I swear to God, bro, nigga. <laughs> yo, woo-woo. fans, defend me. Woo woo. DMV. Bro, there's videos out there of Baltimore people. They don't speak Text English. Woo woo. No, yeah, no, no, no. they speak. They try, talk like that. Trying to pronounce or to like think. I know and, that, but, and, but that's different. But that's woo woo means nothing. I think that was a what the fuck does be more mean that nigga? Baltimore. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. My sister said she gonna call you. Don't be answering. Call me tomorrow. He said that's a bet. <coughs> it kept going. I want. <coughs> I want all them done for not blue face. His sister and BM on God. She's trying to take out the whole family. She, she going to jail for this, them, by the way. You can't let them get away with it. I always got you and your sister's back. You know that. Make sure you know what it is. A hundred, a hundred. Where you at? The drop, dummy. He gave my phone in a crib. That's his address, et cetera, et cetera. You can't let them get away with it. He's like, I always got you and your sister. Oh, the same shit again, no? Oh, she said, that nigga sweet. Okay, cuz. And the guy said back, hey, he done fucked up. I right, bet, bet. I hit you soon. Where you where you get that drop? So, everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? You know, plotting a hit through IG is wild. Lock her up. Isn't this illegal? Oh, it is. And it is. Um. Now, we shall see legally what the fuck is going to happen with this. But at the same time, I'll tell you this much. I watch Baddies, right? On Zeus. And Krishan, bro, there was an episode where, like, she got cool with her sister after beefing with her sister, her blood sister. And then her friends, she made her friends jump her sister the next episode. Oh, my God. So I'm like, yo, this girl really is, um... And she was pregnant. This was during her being pregnant when they were filming. I'm like, yo, this girl really is, Um, she needs help. She's definitely traumatized. She's not all there in the, in the head, you know, from my just honest, objective, looking at this shit. I'm like, yo, this girl really has problems. So this is not far-fetched for me. I would allegedly see this potentially happen, where it's like, oh, yeah, she wanted this hap- to happen at one point in time. Is she still the victim in this story? I don't know about after them DMs. I don't. I don't have her. I think the victim. But then we don't know if this is real. This shit's gonna be. These this shit's gonna be fake. The I've, child is is the victim. There's yeah. websites you could pull and see if something's been edited or AI'd. Wack 100 has been known for capping, doing shit. Yeah, him. You and, know, he him he's, and game have he's that good reputation. with that. He's good with that. Um, for attention, but trying to kill. A man through DMs is insane to me. She's that fucking stupid, though. Bro, what the fuck? That's insane. If it's true, she is um, not the victim, but neither is he. They both should be in jail. Yeah, because like... That's conspiring to commit a crime. But at the end, but at the same time, like for her to want to kill him, like he, she said, yo, he's the reason my tooth got knocked out, bro. I don't give a fuck. So I was like, what does that mean? He hit you? So she's looking at it from like a protective... No, like. Didn't, no, didn't she get smacked in that video? I thought he took the tooth back from her. <laughs> Yo, I swear to God, I, I don't know how happened. she got her tooth. It was out. in the show. In the show, she was got, getting into a fight. She and some said the bitch, BM hit her. Some bitch threw something at her and it hit her in the. Oh, on the thing. blue face show. Yeah, 
Because that's how Blueface has. A, there was another show. There's different shows. So Blueface has a show. I think on his own OnlyFans or something mm-hmm. that he would upload. I've never seen anything from that. There was a show that they did for Zeus as a couple, and there's another show, the third show, which is Baddies, which she's on as one of the girls on the show, but her sister comes on. So, yeah, I, 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 there could be a case where it happened on the Blueface show from years ago. No, it was. That's how it happened. Yeah. Yo, I hear you. But plotting a murder on IG is crazy. Oh, no, 100%. Plotting to murder anyone is insane. Like, Yo, just focus on your fucking kid, bro. Yeah. Do you God think she should all. go to jail? Hopefully that kid ain't bent. I, I don't... If this is true, definitely <laughs> she should go to jail. She definitely should go to jail. Immediately, if this is true. Now, is it true? I have no idea. Poor Yo, kid. Because like kid I said, ass. Wack 100 be capping. Poor you kid know, going out of school. Because niggas are saying she has a lot Respect of trauma. Respect to Wack, but he be capping. He be capping. Niggas saying she got a lot of trauma. Blueface has a lot of trauma. Because for you to know, he probably knows that she did this. Because you know he be searching her phone. My yeah. nigga, you find this and you stay with her and you have a child? Yo, bro, you have real mental health issues. That girl tried to get you lined up. Get out of there, bro, please. Last topic of the day real quick. The Israel and Palestine conflict war that's happening right now has made rounds because of the pop culture reaction to it uh real quick we have dj vlad who called out drake and dj khaled for not speaking on the war in israel he said drake's been writing paragraphs about joe budden but not speaking about this you know basically to summarize it he said that dj khaled is the most famous palestinian man in the world and drake is the most famous jewish person in the world arguable facts right there um but they haven't said nothing about this um and let's say right here okay. he said there's a difference between artists of today and timeless legends like tupac you know damn well tupac would be the first one to speak out about something close to home um and he went on the breakfast club to continue this discourse and he said the fact that prior to drake being a rapper prior to dj khaled being a dj dj khaled was palestinian he still is drake was jewish and he still is drake had a bar mitzvah Drake's mother, the whole side is Jewish, you know. Put the bar mitzvah in his video, hell yeah, fucking right. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, he put one, but I don't think that was actual one. No, was that, that was actual that was clips actual from his bar mitzvah. Yep, that's when he was young. If you look back in the video, oh, the clips. I thought yeah, you were talking about the old videos when he's older no, with Wayne and yeah, shit. Yeah, there's clips of his bar mitzvah oh, the when he was a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, you're right. You're yeah. you are right. Um, also, we have this situation with another celebrity. We have um, one of the most famous models of all time, Gigi Hadid. Um, who, by the way, is allegedly um, in Rhode Island or living at, staying at Taylor Swift's house in Newport, they're saying. Um, <laughs> Hit me up. But she's married. She's with, um, damn, oh, I man. forgot off the top of my head. Look it up real quick on your phone. Uh, Yo, that could be our Gigi girl, Hadid. Bro. I think she's with a famous actor that we know. And we care why. She's there in Rhode Island. We have to have them both slide by. Yo, no, 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 but that's what I'm saying. You know what, Noel, you know what time Noel is on. Yo, that could be our girl. Exactly. Nah, you see how he said hour? It can't be. She's taken. He's going to find out who she's Wait, taken who by. Wait, who's she taken by? It's a good name, too. It's um, Mark Coleman. Oh. Wait, who? Are you sure? It's an actor? Bella Hadid, right? No, Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid. Oh. Gigi Hadid. Her sister. Her sister. <laughs> 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 it's, it's crazy. Nigga, look at the sister. Nigga, but who the fuck are you talking about? Mark who? Did she, she didn't speak up, too, though, didn't she? Who? The sister? Bella? I think she did. At yeah. like a show or something? She had a whole speech. I think she put up it on G. Yeah, on powerful IG. speech she had. Um, she had a powerful speech, which well, yeah. I thought they were calling her out, but I realized they're sisters because of the last name. Yeah. Um, because the Israeli government called out Gigi Hadid on Instagram for a post she made on Instagram. The Israeli government's Instagram. They said Leonardo DiCaprio? Instagram. Who? 
Leonardo DiCaprio? They went out, but they didn't. They don't know. <laughs> that's no, that's the most recent thing that's showing up right now. Gigi Hadid? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll be Gigi Hadid is and rumored new boyfriend Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. That's who she's with. From Hangover. Hangover. Legend. I love Bradley Cooper. Good as an actor. Good as director, too. Um, he did that movie with Lady Gaga. He directed it as well, I believe. Um, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, he's a, he's a good actor. Yo, yo, Bradley, you're a great actor. <laughs> not better than you? Nah, not even close. <laughs> so we have um, Gigi Hadid made this post. Uh, her post was, There is nothing Jewish about Israeli government's treatment on Palestin- of Palestinians. Condemning the Israeli government is not anti-Semitic. And supporting Palestine- Palestinians is not supporting Hamas. The State of Israel Instagram account. Actual Instagram account told her, <laughs> "Hi, Gigi. The next story is for you." With the with the emoji of a finger. Then they said, "At Gigi Hadid, how have you been? Have how have you? Wait, have you been sleeping the past week?" Jesus Christ. Or are you just fine? Turn. I don't know what they're trying to say here. Are you just fine turning a blind eye to Jewish babies being butchered in their homes? Your silence has been very clear about where you stand. We see you. Then they said, at Gigi Hadid, if you don't condemn this, your words mean nothing. Talking about a photo of children's blood on the floor in a school and so on. So this has been a thing online, right? With this controversy, the current, you know, but not current, this has been happening for a while. But the current updated situations especially the hamas um attacks the the uprising the hamas attacks and everything that's been happening where if you speak out about the israel and palestine war if you're a celebrity if you pick a side you know you get canceled by the other side but mainly it feels like whenever a celebrity is post um supporting israel they get blazed like insane even if they say, they try to say it a certain way, they get killed, right? On the other hand, there's been the support of people standing up for the Palestinian, free Palestine, right? That movement. But this one specifically, I'm kind of more shocked by the post. But then it makes sense where it's like the Israeli government came at her because what she said about the specific government. She didn't say how a lot of people have been saying because a lot of people have been going to the extent of fuck all Israel and the other end, fuck all Gaza, fuck everyone, and fuck you know, fuck everyone, fuck all the Palestinians. They take it to too much of an extremity that it doesn't have to go to, right? She made a post that in a lot of people's eyes seems more logical where it's like, this is not a, a, a issue against the people, it's an issue against the people making the decisions, aka the governments, you know? Because Hamas is the elected government of the Palestinian representative, right? Or correct me if I'm wrong. What is it again, Noel? Um, Hamas is the, since 2005, I believe, it is the elected government of Gaza. The elected government of Gaza, exactly. So it's government versus government. But a lot of the Palestinians have been speaking up words like Hamas has gone too far. This is not us. This does not represent Palestine. This is an extremity extent of Palestine. And... Israel is extremely more powerful to the point that they have America's backing now. And you see every single day new images of Palestinians dying, specifically Gaza. Um, thousands of them, I think 3,000 or more now 
I don't know the body Numbers count. might be off. Apologies. Um, but it's so crazy, like, where we are politicizing these celebrities' opinions. Why the fuck do you care about these celebrities' opinions to the point that you want to, like, you, we have the Israeli government coming at Gigi Hadid, but you know what I think it could be? It's a perception thing. Mm-hmm. Well, how many followers does Gigi Hadid have? Look About it up right now. 15 million, I think it was. What, on Instagram? Yeah. Or just in general, just Gigi Hadid's followers. I'm pretty sure she has one of the, she has one of the most followed accounts, if not her sister. I know that they're very powerful um, influencers, uh, Gigi and Bella. It has to be a high number. Because there's no other way that why would they respond? 79.2 million. Wow. I think that's more than LeBron. So we have Gigi Hadid with more followers than LeBron James making this post on social media. Specifically. Yes, yes, 23 million on Instagram. Oh, wait, wait, no, no, no. That was in 2016. Let me look up. Keep going. Yeah, but yeah, so, so she made this post specifically targeting the Israeli government, her opinion about it. Yeah, 79.2 on Wow. And then now we have her being, you know, in response back, questioned by the Israeli government on Instagram. This is the most 2023, most modern era shit I've ever seen where a whole government is coming at a model on Instagram, clapping back at a model on Instagram. And in reality, you know, what they're going on about Gigi, your next story, these emojis, that bullshit, it doesn't fall far or it doesn't like it doesn't amount to like the number of bodies dying like there's bigger things that actually that actually matter in my opinion like i rather like this is not that deep for me like a gg's opinion but i still gain the respect of like someone whereas like i guess if you're on the other side and you have someone influential like a gg hadid her making a post like this could be influential and it could cause in their opinion what they think is a propaganda no, this is propaganda. You, you know, this is not what's happening, GG, etc. You know, um, and now we have, on the other hand, two celebrities like a DJ Khaled and Drake who have not said shit, right? And people are like, hmm, why haven't they said nothing? Maybe it's because of this. They don't want the Israeli government <laughs> making, uh, you know, subliminal or coming at them on Instagram. Who gives a fuck if Khaled or Drake say anything? What the fuck are they going to do with, with them speaking out? What are they going to do? Yeah. Drake's never been Kendrick Lamar vibe, so we know that. And Khaled is Mr. Happy Low Lucky. He's never, you know, so doing soccer flips. Yes, doing soccer flips. He's never gonna talk about <laughs> Fake it. Ass so Vlad shit, fucking his girl on a video. Yeah, Vlad, that's never gonna happen. Drake and Khaled, I I can confirm. I'm pretty sure they're not gonna say nothing. The only way they might speak up is if half the world dies. Then they'll be like, oh, I have everyone's talking at that point, you know what I'm saying? Um, but this right here is a part of potentially what people could be calling the next world war. Or it might be the world war as we know it right now. It just hasn't been declared yet. Um, what's your take on this, Noel? I have two. And then I have a question for you. Yeah. So number one is this. Stop fucking looking to these celebrities for your political opinions. I agree with you. Yeah. I love talking to you guys because you guys actually touch on things very well. I agree with you as well, Marloon. Drake and Khaled, if you have no understanding, not even no understanding, if you don't have a very informed understanding of the situation shut the fuck up yeah you're just going to contribute to the problem you're going to make it worse picking no just saying nothing is so much better than picking a side because like you said these people have large influences they have large audiences people are very susceptible to what people who are popular and famous say and they're going to side with that individual versus what they would have thought was right if they had gotten proper information perfect example lebron james shut the fuck up (laughs) yeah that was a good that was insane and he's been pissing me off a lot because (laughs) You could just shut up. Why is LeBron James 
parading Malcolm X's autobiography, <laughs> and you still have a Nike deal, and Nike's been making shoes using the Chinese Muslim camps that they have, because a lot of people don't know that. If you are a Muslim in China, you are going in an internment camp. It's true. Look it up. And the people who are producing these Nike shoes, a lot of them, are in these camps. You freaking run around with Malcolm's book and the, his people are being used as slaves. Are you kidding me? And now you're the, kind of basically defending Israel? You know what someone said on Twitter? You didn't read the book. Yo, I know you didn't read the book. You want to know why? Malcolm was a vocal advocate against the state of Israel. You didn't read the book. Shut up. Like, it's that easy. You don't have to be informed. Like, there's like an aesthetic for being smart. Mm-hmm. There's an aesthetic for being informed. And like, you want to be that. And it's like, I'd rather you just be smart and informed or just shut the hell up than to spread false narratives and false information that's just detrimental to people's real lives. Gaza's been bombed 6,000 times in the last six days. They've dropped 6,000 bombs. Wow. That's more than we've dropped in Afghanistan the entire time we've been there. Stop giving your opinion. Number two, you're right. This is a propaganda game. Yeah. Israel, before this happened, a lot of people don't know this, it almost went to civil war. The country was in half about this issue. And Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel at the moment, was terrified. He almost didn't get into that. He almost didn't win his election because the state of Israel is fully aware that what they're doing in Gaza is wrong. Yeah. And what they're doing in the West Bank is also wrong. And half of Israel was like, we need to stop. We need to kind of reimagine the government. There was also a huge issue because they were trying to redefine the judicial system. They were trying to change the laws around the courts and make it mad unconstitutional because Netanyahu is kind of crazy. And there was a whole... We talked about it here. Remember when um, Kanye did that interview with Netanyahu? Marlon, remember he, did, he went on Alex Jones and he had a, a net and a yahoo, uh, chocolate milk and he had the, the black mask. He was like, Netanyahu. It was like a net. It was a... Yeah, Netanyahu because that's basically his but name. It was like a net, like a fly net, yeah. a fly catching net. Mm-hmm. That's when he did like the Nazi rant and everything, that mm-hmm. whole thing. It was that same thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I... It's Kanye's side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. But Netanyahu has had his issues and his government was at... In despair, and people were arguing that this was done, like yeah. they were willing to bomb Gaza because he wanted to move away from the 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 split his country was in. Yeah. So right now on social media, it's it's a it's a, a it's a propaganda war. You want people on your side. You want to look like the good guy, because you're right. If someone like Bella or Gigi start posting posts on IG and they're negative towards Israel, that's bad for them. They look bad. It makes them look worse. It looks the campaign look worse. It, it makes the war look worse. And they have to stop what they're doing. But if I can get you on my side, I look better. I also think Israel is like a mob boss, the way they're moving. And that's what I was going to ask you. Have we ever in our life seen a country behave the way they're behaving in the sense of like trying to regulate their perception? Like they're like bullying niggas, I mean, bro. Russia. Russia, but, Russia controls the media. You but know, a, in an international they, they scale. Hack, they, hack, they hack news stations and shit, allegedly. Russian spy, Russian hackers and shit. I agree with you, but I've never, even with the U.S., I've never seen like the U.S. government bully niggas who agreeing with their foreign policy decisions publicly on IG or Twitter. Like, I mean, that's a good point. This this has gone extremely crazy. Um, you know, but my thing is like, I don't think like do does the Israeli government look at a Gigi Hadid post and you know say like, oh, she said um. It's okay to do this. Let's keep doing it. Like, do they base their decisions off of these influencers? I doubt it. Like, no. They, they, this is all about government versus government. 
you know, Biden, you know, I don't see nobody. I see people coming at Biden, but not enough. I feel like if you're going to come at people for supporting or posting Israel, you also have to attack, you know, to the government. How much money was sent or how many soldiers? It was like a it was a crazy amount of money like already so, so far or something like that. Over the, since we've been funding because we fund their Iron Dome. I'm not going to explain what that is, but it's the greatest anti-missile defense system in the world. Yeah. The Iron Dome alone is about $500 billion. I think we funded like $200 billion of it over the last like 20 years. We give them a lot of money. Yeah. And this is something people don't know. Hmm. Israel, from my understanding, is the only country on this planet that has a lobbyist group in Congress. Wow. It's an Israeli pack. So the, the goal of the pack is to f convince people in Congress to fully support and fund the safety and survival of Israel as a state. Imagine if China did that. This is a whole thing during Obama. When Obama was in office, Netanyahu came down here. He was beefing with Obama. He gave a speech to Congress without asking Obama permission. Mr. Derizio, our high, school our high school teacher, was so fucking pissed that day. He said, how the fuck are you going to let someone else in another country come down here and give a speech to your Congress? Yeah. That is shameful. That's disgusting. Mr. Derizio was mad every day, though. He was mad every day. Every day. He was mad every day. <laughs> He's a G, though. He wrote my college recommendation letter. He did mine, too. He's an amazing guy. He's a G, bro. I love him. I can't wait to see him again. Yeah. But this is my point to you, Vic. Right now, especially as an influencer... Do you not feel uncomfortable if you ever have to speak on something you don't have a full knowledge of? Don't you understand the ramifications of speaking on it? 100%. 100%. That's why, you know, people, every time I do, I meet people out in public, they be asking me, like, oh, how do you do the show? Like, how do you know so much? Like, one of Deja's friends, like, oh my God, he talks a lot. Like, how does he know all this stuff? Oh my God, he's so smart, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading articles. Like, I'm researching, I, I'll get the facts. I'll and you're educated, you have a degree, of course. Yeah, of course. And I'm college educated, et cetera. But at the same time, it's like, you know, if I'm not adding a satirical, like, funny level to it, where it's like an entertainment aspect, then to talk about it without just being educated, you have to know what words to use and shit. And a lot of times, these people don't know what words to use. You know, they don't say, they're not, you know, I'm not informed. You can easily be like, I'm not informed of the subject at this time on this matter. I'm going to go dial back. I'm going to talk to more people and get more, you know, knowledge about this. Similar to like how Nick Cannon did when like Nick Cannon was canceled at that time. He had a sit down interview with a rabbi. He had a sit down interview with um, uh, Muslim leaders. Was it Farrakhan? It might have been Farrakhan. I don't know if he's, I think he'd interviewed Farrakhan. I want to say. Nick? Yeah, yeah, they're friends. They're friends. I think he interviewed yeah. Farrakhan. Um, well, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, but yeah, so. You know, when the Kyrie situation happened here, we had a rabbi on. We literally had a rabbi, you know. And I've been thinking about when it comes to this situation, potentially having a, you know, mediating a conversation between a rabbi and, you know, a Muslim representative. What would we, a Muslim, um, what's a Muslim? Like high official, a priest in the church. I don't know what they call them. I forgot what they call them. It might just be a priest. It, I don't know if it's a priest. It might be a priest, yeah. Who knows? I mean, That's know. a Christian thing. But there is someone like a leader in the in there because there it's not it's not called a temple, it's called like a mosque. Nation of Islam, you have that, but then so, that's so there's a mosque that's different, yeah. Yeah, so there's like a thing where they go to to pray and stuff. My boy uh, Reed, he's Muslim. You would know, but but that, whole thing. I could probably find that out. You know, try to have a Muslim representative at least from Rhode Island and come in here. But would they want to do that themselves? Probably, yeah. Just as you think so, maybe. Because here's the thing, a lot maybe of maybe the Muslims. I don't know about the the rabbi. The rabbi, he was cool, but he came off as if like, I st the clip still goes viral. I still get comments all the time on YouTube. The short clip that I posted of him talking about were black people, the original Jewish people, and he didn't negate it. You know, were you here when we interviewed the rabbi? It was you and me. He didn't negate it. 
he, but he also was like, um, it came off a bit condescending when he was like, um, you know, there's people in Africa and, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. And that's a Jewish thing over there as well, too. So it's true to them. So he was like saying like, it's true, but maybe not to, like he wasn't to acknowledging him, it. To him, yeah. You know, he was like, that could be his, their truths. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't want to disrespect their truths. So that was good. People still commenting like, this guy's fake. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. So I would love to have him back on. He's young. He seemed pretty cool. Um, there might be an issue solely because the Israeli and Palestinian issue stems from a larger beef. They're, and this is what I mean. Like, you can get a Muslim to speak on this issue because they know what's going on. Their beef stems from the fact that they both sides think they're the original Israelites. Yeah. There are three major religions that believe they're the original Israelites. It's the Muslims, the Jews, and the Christians. And the Arabs and the Jews have been beating over this fact because um, the Arabs think Jerusalem belongs to them. And there they have ownership of that area. And no one else, some of them think this. And be this clear because some people might get mad about this fact. Yeah. Some of them think no one should be allowed into Jerusalem, only Arabs. Mm. So that's what their beef stems from is that fact. So if yeah. you brought him in, he going to have to acknowledge it. Who is the original Israelites? Is it you? Is it the Arabs who the Muslims claim that they are? Or is it the Christians? Man, there's a war going on outside. No one is safe from. This is serious out there, man. Everyone, please be safe. Condolences to the lives lost. The innocent lives, especially. I mean, any life. I really don't like death. I don't, I've never been a war guy. I never liked the war. Um, you know, I grew up playing Call of Duty, but I'm not going to lie. There, I, it was a, <laughs> there was a point, bro, where like I'll play that shit. I didn't like it. I'm like... <laughs> I'll be like, damn, this just especially when the graphics got better. I'm like, it's just too real. Nah, bro, I'm copying Modern Warfare Three, bro. Uh, that beta's insane. <laughs> that but it's insane, like the American culture, where it's like we oh, can it's be a culture of violence. Yeah, because we could be anti-war, but then we're comfortable like playing Call of Duty and shit. Because like watching football, well, football's um, offensive and defensive schemes are based off of war strategies. Yeah, war tactics. Yeah. You know the war plans. You know, LeBron James. Uh, I send condol to support Israel, but then he'll be in a Call of Duty commercial, or like he's like a gamer, like he's an avid gamer, loves Call of Duty. So there's a lot of hypocrisy in this culture, which is fine because who's not a hypocrite? We all have levels of hypocrisy, but it's a, it's, an, it's amazing to just analyze and think about it right now. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's uh, I, I'm not I'm not with this shit, you know, because a lot of people do believe where it's like, how can this end? How can this be resolved? Some people think it's just through war, you know. Like we you gotta kill them all. Like whoever's the uh, the stronger power needs to kill the, the weaker power because that's how wars you know yeah. end is when they they it started and needs to end somehow. But so I don't let me ask know, you, man. Let me ask you a question, Vic. This is a, and both of you actually. This is a real last question. So because the issue is the reason why people resort to war is because it's power concept. Yeah. If I just use my power, regardless of what I lose at the end, I'm still gonna get everything I wouldn't have had in their mind in comparison to if I had compromised and had a conversation. Because if I can crush you, then I take everything. Yeah. But if I compromise, I'm going to have to give something up. It's a lost conversation for someone. That's what compromise is. Someone's losing. That's true. So, like, what could it be? Half the land? Like, some sort of, like, mediation? I'll give you, give you half the land, you know. Yeah. I can give you half the land or I can just take all of it. Yeah. Like finally, you just will give up the land. Stop killing us. Here's the land. You can claim it. It's, everything's Israel now. Okay. That's, that's why people don't understand. Like, people are quick to go to war because if they think they have the superiority advantage. I learned this in URI, actually, in international politics. They're going to take the option. Yeah. Because I get everything. I'm up. What up, nigga? I'm going to the bank. I'm going to the strip club. I'm up. Yeah. But if I compromise, it's like, I give up half the land. 
or I have to give up other consensus that I wouldn't have given. I wouldn't have had to. I give up if I just murdered all of you. That's true. This is a sticky. But it's immoral. Yeah. And then it goes back to the Instagram game that if everyone's on social media trashing me for taking the war route, I might lose support in my own country. And if you get international uh, involvement, more countries get involved, then we do have a world war, literally by definition. So it's like, and we already have American involvement. So it's like, we're already a couple steps away from, you know, shit happening. And there's already tense situations. Dominican Republic, Haiti, um, Ukraine, Russia, uh, Thai, uh, Taiwan and China. Taiwan and China. India and Pakistan. India Look out pa- for that one. Oh, yeah. Oh. The niggas been beefing for years, bro. No one talks about that one. Them niggas in India are ready to bomb them niggas, bro. See, this is what I'm, th- I'm saying. People will be like, oh, you know, the Krishan Rock and Blueface, you know, scandals are pretty entertaining. God bless. But this is the real, like, actual reality TV show. Reality life happening before our eyes. People are dying, you know. So do your research. Get educated on it, you know, especially, like, when it comes to not just what's going on now, but, like, historically, because this shit does not happen overnight. This is not like, um... I want to pick on you today. Let me kill your people. No, no, no. This is everything. There's a history to everything happening. So God bless everyone. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. This is Club Ambition Cap, episode 106. Much love to everyone out there. We will be back next week. Hopefully, maybe with a guest. We were supposed to have a guest this week. Shit happened. Shit happens. Goodbye. We love you. They gonna love me for my ambition.